I would love to actually discuss Sir Grumpelot's problem Sir on the pod. But no. I know I know that it's like, no, nah, we can't talk about nothing. We have to keep everything I, no, in but I don't think that'll be, that's not a good topic of discussion as far as I'm concerned. I didn't ask any of you lot to bring up anything to do with my mood. So you lot could continue having whatever discussion you want to have, but you could just get on with the podcast. This is the podcast. Okay. See you there. And you, uh, for you to decide why, why you know why my mood is why it is, is, is you shouldn't. I don't. I, I don't know what the issue is, but I know that you've mentioned it yourself. No, so, I mentioned a issue. That's not that doesn't necessarily mean I have only one issue. I'm not saying who only has one issue in life. That's, I don't know what else you have. What other problems you have here? Would you like to discuss any of your issues today? No. Yeah, for real. Like we're here for you on a serious. I don't want to talk to you a lot. So let's just carry on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, so let's talk. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects, welcome to the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. This is episode 286, um, January 2022, second episode of the new year. I hope everyone is doing blessed. You are very welcome. Use the social medias at ESM Podcast to reach out and touch somebody's hand. Talk to us. Let us know how you're feeling. And use the hashtag ESN Pod. Once again, that is ESN Pod to start or join in the conversation. Thank you to all of those who love us and hate me. I love you very, very much from the pits of my natural hair loving soul. I am Stavros Bus. Get down. And in the room with me this very evening, I have. Um, Billy Goat Gruff, Big Wala. A big Wala on Insta, a big Wala on Twitter. What's good, people? Smash! I have Mr. Smooth, aka Mr. Wolf. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Um, my boy's in a bit of a grumpy mood, man. I hope that the podcast can get him back on track. You get me? Let's see if you can find out which one of the ones is in a grumpy mood. <laughs> Anyway, um, you can catch me on Instagram on aka Mr. Wolf, on Twitter on aka underscore Mr. Wolf. Uh, but before we pass on to our boy Webslinger, I will say this. Kodu Kokbe, no, Kodu Kokbo Kokbe Alunlo Unfuni. That translates to whatever is sweet, whatever is much, and whatever endures are all gifts from God. Ultimately, all blessings are from God. Uh, if it is going to be good and enduring, it will come from him. And that is this week's Yoruba proverb. And um, I hope everyone's blessed, man. Hope everyone's blessed. Are you blessed, Big Wahala? Yeah, yeah. Uh, simple Simon is not with us momentarily. Maybe he may join us later. Let's hope so. It's my fault if he's not. So again, there's another reason to be upset with me. But uh, the other dread is here. So please welcome our very own DJ Web Slinger. Spider sense tingling. 
Scanner, DJ Ripsling on Instagram, DJ Ripsling on Twitter. And again, Stavros, I am not a dread. Correct me. Sorry, 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 sorry. This is proper deep embedded in my head. That's something I really have to work at um, removing because I even agree with you for once. For once in life, I actually get what you're saying and it's like, oh, I need to stop doing that. So uh, apologies. So what are you? I'm a human being. I have a lot. <laughs> he's, a, he's a bastard for one. <laughs> oh, God. I reserve the right to be called a bastard. So um, no more uh, natty dread or nothing like that, no? I've, I've never been a natty dread. I don't have dreadlocks. I just have locks. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That, that's right. That's right. I'm the word dreadful. My hair is not dreadful. Debatable. Mm. 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 Really? All of you mm. want to make one. No, no, I no. Don't a, I don't give a shit, so you can carry on. Mr. Grumpy, what's going on? I would love to actually discuss Sir Grumpalot's problem Sir on the pod. But no. I know I know that it's like, no, nah, we can't talk about nothing. We have to keep everything. I, no, but I don't think that'll be... That's not a good topic of discussion, as far as I'm concerned. I didn't ask any of you lot to bring up anything to do with my mood, so you lot could continue having whatever discussion you want to have but you could just get on with the podcast this is the podcast okay see you there well I'm not by all means keep it stum and you for you to decide why you know why my mood is why it is is, is, you shouldn't I don't know I don't know what the issue is but I know that you've mentioned it yourself no you mentioned a issue that's not that doesn't necessarily mean I have only one issue I'm not saying who only has one issue in life I don't know what else you have. What other problems you have here? Would you like to discuss any of your issues today? No. Yeah, for real. Like we're here for you on a series. I don't want to talk to you a lot, so let's just carry on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, so let's talk. <laughs> you don't want to talk to us about him, you know. But on a real, obviously, he doesn't want to have a chat in it. But um, you know, we should. Uh, highlight the fact that there are some people out there that needs to talk and sometimes this may not be the place, the time and the place, but um, we should always extend our ear to our brethren. You know what I mean? Because sometimes our friends are going through things and we don't even know what's going on. In other words, Big Wahala, we're here for you if you want to talk. I, I would be so surprised if my brother called me and said he needed to talk about something. I, I would actually fall on the floor. That would never actually happen. Because so. maybe, well, maybe you need to ask yourself why. Because he doesn't like me. Why? He doesn't like how we. He doesn't. I don't know. He don't like me to talk about stuff like that. There's no That's, times when I've spoke to him about things. That's why I just. Can't be anyway, I don't think it's enough times. In the big scheme of your life, I don't think it's enough. It's enough so times. In the big scheme of how many, how much I've talked to people, it might be, but you don't know, so you're just making assumptions. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It's fine anyway. Okay. Do any of us call you Stav just to talk? Women. No. Do any of us not call you just to talk? Not really. No. Nobody calls. Well, some people not on the pod might call me to talk about uh, issues, problems. But I mean, I mean, it's happened where. Maybe everybody but Simple Simon maybe has called me and with a dilemma or something like that, but it's not a common thing. But I don't necessarily know if you guys have problems like uh, commonly in your life that you need to talk to anybody, irrespective of who it may be. And then f- for me, sometimes when it's the women, it might be emotional problems. And when the guys call me, it's often for you, 
utal- I can't say the word utilitarian issues. It's like it's there's a thing I need to sort out. Steph, can you help me sort it out? As opposed to, oh, I have a problem in life, and um, you know that kind of thing. I was watching an old video of um, I was going through my some old videos on my on my lap, on my old laptop and putting them up on my um, on my Plex on my my NAS drive at home. And there's one where my sister, my brother-in-law, bought me a trip to do uh, a flying lesson. And for some reason, this is when me and Webslinger were actually side by side rolling deep before I had a woman. Because whenever I get a woman, Webslinger dumps me. And he's, for some reason, it's like, oh, now he's got a woman. I can't chill with him anymore. And so I was, I was on the way to somewhere in Essex. And he had a camera. I don't know where we got the camera from, but it's decent quality, you know, for 10 years ago. Was, and um, he was recording and documenting my, my my flying lesson. And I was like, these are good days, man. I was in my old car, the red thing, rest in peace. Um, and uh, my little polo R-Edge, I think it was, back in the day. And it was like, these good memories, man. And me and Webbs, we don't hang anymore. And even in the video, man had made me late for my flying lesson. Thank you, Webslinger, for always being you. I say that to say this. Back in the day, when I spent more time with people, actual in their presence, then maybe they might have said, because uh, naturally in your life, innit, if you're ch- actually chilling with somebody, then you might actually open your mouth and say, oh, this happened yesterday or whatever. But if I don't ever pick up the phone and call anybody and nobody ever picks up the phone and calls me, and especially us, man, because we know we're going to speak every Saturday or Sunday. We wait until Saturday and Sunday and speak on the on the actual pod. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. So you think we should do more to talk to each other? I don't know. Um, I don't have problems. So for me, it's always like I have an air to listen to people. In fact, to be honest, actually, I, it's not that I'll never have problems. It's just my, my problem. Uh, Joe Budden has just part of a, of a song and he says, uh, yeah, I've got problems like everyone else, but he says, my problems are good. I've got good problems. And I, and I, at this stage in my life, I can relate to that. And I've had issues that uh, some people would um, say are really, really like big, massive problems. But for me, because of the blessings that come on the left and the right of those problems, I always avert my eyes when I look at the blessings and I don't focus on the problems per se. So it's not that I don't have problems because sometimes I sit there and I'd be like, I ain't got no problems. And then I actually look at my life and I'll be like, you know, actually there, there have been things that have happened in my life that would, um, could bring me to tears or even did bring me to tears. Like, and not, um, tears of watching a film and, and getting emotional. Like actual, well, I'm, I'm crying because I'm upset about something that's happened in my life. And, etc etc but because i'm just good at just dealing with them i think that's it i think my wife and i are very good at dealing with problems it's not that we don't have them we're good at dealing with them and we don't uh, necessarily dwell on them i think it's in fact i can ask you guys for advice and it's up to the point where sometimes i wonder is my wife actually as good at dealing with problems as i am or is she just one of those people that just pushes it into the background and just pretends that things don't exist Cause I'm one of those men that is always asking, are, are you okay? Are you okay? Because she's always like, okay. And it's like, nobody can always be okay. She must have something going on, but I don't know. What do you think? Am I reading too much into stuff or what? No, if she's saying that she's fine and she's fine. But at the same time, um, I am of that, uh, I don't know, of that, of 
opinion and we spoke about on a previous podcast even though someone says that they're fine maybe sometimes you need to do a little bit more digging but um, does your missus speak to anybody else does does she have a confidant a friend a family member that uh, she confides in i don't know i don't think so but i I guess i wouldn't know because as far as i'm concerned my wife doesn't actually complain to anybody damn including me you're a good woman there yeah, but that's, it's just not not, not realistic. Like, yeah, but the, is. Only complaint, com, the only complaint she has is like things about me, like oh, you didn't tidy up the way you said, or have you taken out the bin yet? Stuff like that. And it's always to do with like cleanliness. Like, be cleaner in the house, please, because that's a big thing for her. And I'm not as clean as she would like. So that's the only time I actually hear her complain. But it is, but it is realistic though. What to never complain about because, anything of seriousness i should say because she doesn't do it so it's real in your life isn't it there are you know as i keep on saying i keep on saying over and over my mum said this to me from when i was a little boy people will only highlight bad news do you understand people will only look at what is bad and make not so much of an issue of it but it, it, these are things that need to be addressed maybe then you get me people are not interested so much in a relationship that is going well a relationship that is you know i've got a lot of positivity coming out of it it's it has no interest to people people may be happy about it but uh, when there's drama going on then that's when it becomes a comp- uh, conversation and a topic to be had but people don't really talk about the goodness in people's relationships they don't talk about the positivity that women bring to their men and men bring to their women it's 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 just not discussed especially in the black household uh well you're t- so you're talking specifically about in relationships like somebody's going through drama and people and and uh outsiders will talk about well, 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 you, well what you're saying you're saying that it's not realistic and i'm saying well perhaps it is in your life it is realistic because it's happening and i'm sure that there are many other men that uh speak about i know two other men personally really good friends of mine that speak very highly of their wives the way that you do that my wife doesn't give me any problems i don't get no stress just peace and that is my sanctuary from the whole world is their wife and their home whereas there are some situations where women give their husbands hell and husbands give their women hell you get me so uh, that is what we tend to hear more time than than relationships that are really good. I think, I think the the worry for me is that I want because, like you said, she's my piece. That's that's something I say about her all the time. I want to be her piece as well. I don't I don't know if I am. Maybe maybe it's because I'm looking at myself, looking in the mirror, like, bruv, do you satisfy this woman as much as she satisfies you? Are you doing as much for her as you could be? Because I'm think- saying. Do you um, think that she would mention it if you wasn't though? Like I don't know. The only thing she mentions is things like I said when it comes down to um okay for instance we live in a small flat and I have a lot of clothes. In fact, like I have a bunch of clothes still in my parents' house. I have a lot of trainers. Most of them are not even here. So we have a little bit of space. We have a child who is in the same room as us. She has her own bed now. So it's not just a small little cot. So we have two beds and four wardrobes in my bedroom. And it's not the biggest bedroom in the world. So um, I cannot, like, legitimately, not not um, 
there is not enough space in the wardrobe for my clothes. So we have like, I don't know, compartments for me to put my things in and it overflows. And if I don't fold it properly, sometimes it will fall down and stuff like that. And that is something she moans about often. And for me, it's like, unless I take all of these things out of this house, I can't do anything about it. It's not, there is no like, uh, oh, I should put it away. There is no way to put it away. There's no space. So she she complains about something that in my head, I can't do anything about. So my the solution for me is to get a new house, which is why I'm moving to like to save and to make moves to get a new house. So I guess what she wants is like, well, can't you just put the thing away? And they're like, no. So what I can do is buy a bigger house so that we have space to, so I can put it away. So that is my solution to the problem. But that's the problem that she has with me. She doesn't moan. She doesn't say you don't talk to me or listen to me or you don't. I, I don't know. She don't moan about me other than that. Bro, it's very bro. superficial things she moans about. Bro, bro, bro. You see, I mean, these are not major issues. Like <laughs> you're you're talking about things that are minor, bluff. Although in a lot of situations, relationships, friendships, even um, sometimes minor issues can become big ones, or they accumulate so much that they become big issues. But what you're talking about is 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 uh, minor things, you know. What I mean, uh, um, Mrs. Um, uh, Stavros' boss uh, comes across as someone's extremely cool, you know. what I mean, especially with the fact that she's a Liverpool supporter as well. You know, I got mad love for her. <laughs> <laughs> her, 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 dad, her dad did a dirty by doing that to her. No, <laughs> you know what? Though? What was it? Sometimes, um, what you may see as small somebody else doesn't see it as small. There are things that I worry about with my mate. So for instance, gifts and stuff like that, my missus is not interested in things that I might buy for her. So when it comes to her birthday, which is coming up in a couple of months, and she's it's a big number as well. So I'm sitting here thinking, with two months ago, what can I do for my missus? It's a big birthday. I want to do something nice for her. And for her, she might be thinking, I don't care. Like outside of holidays, there's nothing I really have given her that she's that she cares about too tough as far as I'm concerned. It's just holidays, holidays. That's all she cares about. So but so for me that's a big deal. And I think most men would appreciate that, oh, that's a that's a thing that we actually care about with our women, making sure they get something nice for their birthday or, or for Christmas or whatever it is. But for her, I swear down, tidying up my clothes is more important than giving her a birthday <laughs> present. If I if I miss that birthday present and I tidied up, it would be she would be like a more appreciative of that. So but my head can't get my head around it. It's like, it's just clothes. Same, I'm the same as you, uh, you Mr. Wolf. But well, there's one day she said, listen, just because it's not important to you, it's important to me. I want to walk into my house and feel a sense of uh, peace and relief. And well, the same way that I say that she is my peace, that's the point. Maybe I'm not her peace. The house is her peace. And if the house is not tidy, then she's not at peace. Well, I think, I mean, have, have you considered... Um some of those uh, clove compartment things that you can get online. I would because, have to put it in storage. That's the only thing I've done. Okay. It's a I mean, consideration. Because, because there are some things that I've seen people get that reduce, help to reduce space. Do you know what I mean? So as much as I hear what you're saying in terms of the, the amount of clothes that you have, I think there are some things, some kind of devices that you can get that help to reduce. Um, yeah, the vacuum pack clutter. thing yeah there's there's that and then there's a few other things i mean especially with clothes that you don't wear often you know do you understand you can use the vacuum pack and you know it's not gonna make a difference trust me trust me the vacuum pack does reduce clutter though bruv yeah but we've got those 
Okay. We okay. have, us, bruv, let me repeat myself. In our one bedroom flat, in our modest, you've seen my bedroom. It's a modest sized bedroom. It's not tiny, but it's not big. We have two beds and four wardrobes, which are all full. I have 30 to 40 shoe boxes in here. She has her own shoes. She's a woman, even though she's not a shoe woman. She's still a woman at the end of the day. She's accumulated shoes. It's just too much for the house, man. But anyways, let me not do too so, much. So, so what's happening is that she can see that you've exercised all avenues to kind of keep it as, I don't know, keep it as tidy as possible, maybe. And there well, may be one or two times when it is messy, but... These are minor yeah. problems, just like I said. And and the solution is to get a house, which you're in the process yeah. of, try, of trying to do. So, so far as somebody can see someone is trying their best to make things happen, um, then there shouldn't be a problem. In terms of um, uh, do you fulfill her happiness? Or I think that was, I'm paraphrasing there. Um, mm. you, should, you should ask her. I do. And what does she say? <laughs> if you don't mind us. Like, she'll just shrug, shrug and be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, what a woman thing is a good problem? It's a very good problem. Your well, missus they, is they, a G still. Therein lies my, my, my point earlier from earlier on. I got problems, but they're good problems. Other people will be complaining that their woman is always moaning about something that, I don't know, something else. But for me, it's like the thing that she's moaning about, I can solve it. It's just in gonna need a bigger house. Or the the other alternative, which I'm not willing to do is actually just take like you said there are a bunch of things that i don't have to wear or summer clothes and obviously i gotta wear them now and just take them and take them away put them in the car and take them either to my parents yard or to a, a storage which I, I don't like wasting money so for me storage just is like a waste of money how can i pay you to look after my clothes it don't make sense so take them to my old bedroom in my parents house. Got space it's not a waste of money I, I, it's a way, for me, that's a waste of money. I'm going to pay you to look after clothes that I want to wear at some point. So I have to come there and get it again. I, my brain, no, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm still a, a stingy person deep down in, inside. I'm a Scrooge, always and forever. Let me ask you this then. Um, we have touched on love languages before. Um, mm. uh, you, you are aware of what your wife's love language is, right? Food and holidays. <laughs> That's not a love language. There's five well, of them, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's see if I can get them up. There's um, uh, there's always one that I miss out, but, but there's physical touch. There's um, uh, Which quali- quality right, time. Let's do one by one, one by one, one, one. Okay. So no to physical touch. Okay. No to quality time. No. Um, uh, receiving gifts is no again, right? No. Uh, acts of service. I would say, well... Yes, yes. And what? And what's the other one? Um, uh, okay. Words of affirmation. Yeah, nah, nah. I do it all the time. Sometimes it could be one of those things where because I do it all the time, she take it for granted. And if it wasn't there, and if I stopped complimenting her, stopped bigging her up, stopped asking how she is, maybe it might be an issue. But because it's 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 like it's not even um I can't even I start to explain. But it's it's such a foundation to who I am comp- with her. She's never had to even think about it not being there. So it, I don't think it's an issue, but it, it can't be an issue because she has so much words of affirmation, if you get what I'm saying. Okay. But um, yeah. uh, access service is big for her. 
because the thing I'm com- I'm mentioning that she complains about, that's what I'd put it under, acts of service. Uh, the acts of service she wants is, can you tidy the place? Can you, if there's mold coming up on the, uh, you know, we're getting a bit of, what's it called when you have that word, condensation? Can you do mm-hmm. something about it? Like that's, that's oh. a man's job. Do something about it. Uh, the, the bin is, is, um, needs moving. Like don't let it get too full. Like for me, I'll wait till a bin gets full and then I, and then I deal with it. Innit? Whereas with her, it's like, well, it's about to get full. So, uh, take it out. And you know, that's the like, man's job. As much as she'll do it, it's, she see how my, it's my, job to take it out so uh hurry up my, my brother so yes i would say her l- love language is um uh, acts of service so maybe for her birthday stav why don't you just send her away for the day or the weekend and tidy up the house as best as possible so she comes back to a nice clean and tidy house as tidy as you can make it even though you've got all this so-called clutter that you have you make it look as tidy as possible and that will be the perfect birthday present for her because she's always complaining about the house being untidy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, apart from the fact that I can't see her actually going without my daughter. Yeah, that, that makes I, it maybe uh, easier for you or you can get someone to take care of your daughter. So send them both or well, so, so, I like the idea. I'll take that on board. For me, it's, that could be one of like the bits. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a bit of a, um, I, I don't think I could only do that. And then when she comes home, be like, ta-da, happy birthday, I cleaned. Yeah, but you just said that that would be, <laughs> that, that, that would be the best thing that she but, could achieve right now, isn't it? There's a part of me, there's a, go on, go on. I just don't understand why this conversation is going on so long was for somebody that actually said they have no issues. It's like you're creating an issue for somebody that actually told you they have no issues. Well, yeah, just trying to resolve something that that the person has told you that I don't really have any issues. You could clean up a bit, but I don't really have any issues. And oh, my we, wife. Just a, we just had like a twenty-five minute conversation, almost trying to imagine or create issue for you to resolve. There's no issues. That's how it, that's, that's, that's how it actually no. actually sounds I've, like. That's, I said, I said, I said specifically that what gets spoke about more is people that have issues, and I said that what you have is minor. These are minor things. These things are not big, in it, but it's still a thing, in it. You know what I mean, uh, just uh, just me. It just seems like you're you're just finding things to try and now fix. That doesn't necessarily need fixing, but oh well, well. according to who? According mm. to the wife. <laughs> I told you that when you asked them, have you got any problems? They told you I ain't got no issues. That's a specific issue. It may not be big to us, but it, but it seems to be like it's a big thing to her that she doesn't maybe but it's not a, but it's not a big thing to do clean the house i don't understand well, what for some people is i don't understand where the the complication comes in at uh, the all the planning that this that the other to just clean the house i just told you why it's and cleaning the house is different sorry so let me not say clean it's not that the house is not clean it's tidy the house but for me if, it's like having yeah but if, then go if, put everything in storage sorry Go put everything in storage. He, he I just said, said that my, my brain, I can't do that, man. I can't pay somebody to look after my stuff. I, well, I can take it home, maybe. But then all I'm thinking of is the stuff that I want. And it's just not... Well, then you like, don't want to fix I, the issue, then? It's not that I don't want to. It's okay, then you're the, not prepared to do what, what needs to be I done am. to fix the issue. What, what needs to be done is for me to get a bigger house. That's, That's what one I need of to the do. things that needs to be done. There are well, other options that are more suitable to be able to do immediately that you're not prepared to do. <laughs> Take my clothes away. <laughs> uh, well, all right, you know what, actually? All right, fine. 
I've had this conversation. Um, some of the listeners, is, I'm sure, is like rolling their eyes. I don't care about this man's domestic. I will um, take on board everything everyone has said, especially um, Webslinger's advice on a, a birthday gift. I like the idea. Um, Mr. Wolf's ongoing and calm discussion with me. Thank you. And Wahala's thing at the end of putting his exclamation mark of, bruv, there's something you can do. Just do it. So, I'm going to take it all on board, take it away, take it off the pod so that I'm, we're not boring anybody about my my, my domestic. And um, I will probably do a bit of everything you've all said. Thank you. I actually think this is, a, this is a good discussion because there might be people going through this and don't know how to have this conversation with their significant other. Why are you taking it off the pod? It is a good, it is a good conversation. I wouldn't take it Just off the continue pod. the thing, man. I don't know. I just don't. I don't want to step on anybody's toes or shoes. Oh, give me a break, man! Stop. (laughs) 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 End of the day. End of the day. We've spoken long enough. We've spoken long enough. Um, who's the troublemaker? Uh, Stavros. No, I haven't done anything. I asked no. you. Okay. All right, no. I'll go back to not saying nothing. Now, he, no, he's winding <laughs> you up. He's winding <laughs> you up. <laughs> I have no problem talking about this, so you can keep you talking about it. Oh, good. Let, yeah. me ask, let me ask you one thing, Stav. Your, yeah, train, your trainer boxes, do you keep your trainer boxes and why do you keep them? I keep them and um, well, it's easy to store, much easier to store with the boxes than without, believe it or not. Because um, I don't have like a shoe case or, you know, some people have like a box. Uh, I don't know, like a cupboard or whatever. I don't have any one of those things. Maybe when I have my walking wardrobe or my room that is a natural room for my trainers, I may do that. But I still that I'll do that. I think um, I like having the boxes. I like looking at the label and being able to tell which trainers they are just from the outside. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you why, but I do like the boxes. Why do you ask? No, because I would say that that would be one thing to to help with the clutter because you haven't got the boxes hanging around. I'm I'm pretty much the same as you. I I still have my boxes, but I've also got um a trainer box that I've bought. Oh, you just you just dash them all in, and I'm putting the trainers in there. Yeah. What am I a chav? No, thank you. No, 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 no. No, it's, it's not like a big. It's you know the little selected boxes that you can fit one pair in. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm I might do that, but that would be super expensive for me as well because those things are not cheap. So even if it was a pound, of, like a two pound fifty, four, four pound a box, I'd end up having to spend about four or five hundred pound on boxes for trainers. It's like it's a madness. So, um, but when I move, uh, I think the way I think is, I'm very pragmatic in it. It's like, well, here's a problem. Here's the ultimate solution because I like getting to the end point as well. It might not seem like it sometimes. I know I, I jibber jabber a lot, but I do get to the end problem or the end solution. This is the end solution. Get a bigger house, particular one with a whole room that you can put your stuff in, which is why I want the biggest house I can get. It's not it, It's not because I'm going to have 100 children. It's because I want to put my clothes and, well, our, let me say our clothes and our trainers in its own room. I want a walk-in wardrobe. So, that's the solution for me. So it's like, I have to save, I have to make money. So that's, that's it. Make money. F bitches make money. That's it. Anyways. So we're talking about problems. We're talking about people that are problematic and have issues. Mr. Trump and his, um, American, um, what did they call this thing? Where they went up to the Capitol and tried to take over. I don't actually think they were trying to take over. You know, I just think they were just wanted the ruckus. 
but some people are really like my my missus is bang on CNN these days, and you know they're a left leaning um uh news uh, channel. And they're fully going on, like these people were planning for months to go to Capitol Hill, to go to Congress and to take it over. Like somebody had, you know, those, um, those, uh, those, uh, cuff, cuff, not cufflinks, handcuffs, but the ones that you, the the, the plastic ones that you just put over your hand and and you pull the thing. Mm -hmm. There's a picture of somebody that had a bunch of those. They're saying that they were planning on taking the Congress people, you know, congressmen and women, and tying them up basically, and I don't know, doing God knows what to them, and taking over the the capital. I don't actually think it was that planned. But what do you guys think about what happened recently with um, Trump sending these people to Capitol Hill? I think that um, four years ago when this man went into power, I remember, um, I think you specifically saying that this guy is um, entertaining and, you know, he's got, you know, people talking and, but I've never really had that much interest in what he's doing. Um, I kind of look beyond the whole thing and i know the last few days or the last week with all of this madness i've I've find I've, this is what i've found more interested than any uh part of what he's done in the past four years to be honest because when you see uh white people upset with other white folks it, it, that's when it gets a little bit more interesting you know and uh <laughs> you know what i mean and and, and you Why don't see- yeah, for real. And you could see the difference in um, the approach, although there were deaths, there were people died. And that's just how America is. You know, they're very trigger happy um, over there, unfortunately. And people did, uh, unfortunately, lose their lives. And you've got, yeah, you got to ask yourself why. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 you know, America is a strange place, man. I'll tell you, modern day Babylon for me. What did you think of it, um, Steph? Because I know that you're big into American politics. I am because of Trump, more or less. I, I didn't really pay much mind to it until Trump. Trump and Brexit was around the same time. And that's what got me into politics on both sides of um, the ocean around them time. So I've only fully been into politics for the past four, four-ish years. And like you said, in the beginning, maybe I find it entertaining because I wasn't into politics. I didn't, you know, I wasn't on it like that and so yes i did say oh trump is not a breath of fresh air but it's like it's something different and it's actually making me listen because i think he's such a nonsense but it was entertaining to me at some point and at this present minute now because i've been on it for the past four years i've been on this roller coaster of brexit and make america great again and all the things that's gone around that and all over the world in brazil with their dead leaders and russia and china and all this stuff geopolitics is, i'm interested in now i'm actually fed up of trump it's like i'm so i'm the opposite of you it's like it's too much now it's too much that thing was like it's like bruv you just need to go you you've lost the election just go or just shut up like have some decorum or some grace and it's like well he's had no decorum or no grace all of his life and in particular in the last four years why do you think he's gonna have any grace now and it's like i don't know exactly because he's lost like don't you just think like isn't there a time man very much so he's like he's he's like he's like uh Mourinho, sore loser (laughs) do you understand (laughs) jose Mourinho when when he loses that's the biggest temper tantrum 
I've ever seen. You know, like when your kid has a temper tantrum in the shops or something and just goes all wild, knocks things over and whatnot. This is his version. He just opened the door to Manzum and said, look, just go in and mash up the place, man. Piss these people off. That's what it sounds like. It's, um, he's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm fed up of him. I, I want him gone. I could, if there was another four years of Trump, uh, I don't know. I might actually have to switch off American politics. But it's so important to what's going on in the world. Well, you know, I mean, um, a lot of people kind of relied on him for his tweets because he's been banned from Twitter and Facebook, from my understanding. Um, mm. and, and, and his tweets really did... Um, I don't know it did affect a few things, including the stock market and the stock exchange and shares and what have you, by what he would say. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. He's he's never going to be forgotten for his time in politics. I think that, uh, in my opinion, the powers that be wanted him in for a reason. Um, he could not be tamed, so they got rid of him because it's very rare that you have a uh, um, an American president. Um, who doesn't do two terms? I, I, I think, I think that he Jude had. Senior did only one term in it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it happens, but it's just not often. And he has got a lot of supporters. Let's not get it twisted. I, I, I think it was like seventy million people voted for him. So it was a lot closer than they anticipated. Um, both um, elections, the one that he won, they didn't expect him to come anywhere near uh, winning and then he ended up winning it and then this one they thought that he would lose with a landslide and he didn't so he did um, actually lose like convincingly like the states he lost he lost states that, that never um, Republican, loses, the republicans don't lose and he got out like the the amount that he beat hillary by he got beat much more this time himself mm. so he did actually lose semi kind of convincingly kind of mm. it kind of seemed close but it wasn't actually that close so he galvanized people to be against him as much as he galvanized people for him. He also galvanized people against him. I wanted to vote him out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but but the point is, is that he still had a lot of uh, followers. So I, I don't know Definitely. what I don't know what the percentage was. It was something like fifty five to forty five. Is that a right kind of estimation? I think something like that. Yeah, maybe so even it, less, maybe less percentage. Okay. But that's still because lectures are usually tight. They're never like 70, 30. They're always tight. In the and people people tend to usually vote just because of the, the, the party itself, but people were voting against Trump because it's Trump. So even yeah. if there was it's almost a bit like um this this uh the British elections when Labour was voting against Tony Blair. I mean sorry, not Tony Blair, sorry, against Jeremy Corbyn because it's Jeremy Corbyn, not because they hate Labour. But they're mm. saying they're gonna. I think that's a lot was happening with that regarding the Republicans, where they were like, "We Trump has done such a mad thing. Like, he's just so mad. We need to try and get him out of there. So we're just not. We're not gonna vote, or we're not gonna vote for Trump. So because he was just too going too far. I'm, 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 I'm on the. Um, I kind of agree with Mr. Wolf. I think that obviously the people do put people in power. I think that's. Uh, I I agree with that. That you know it can be a case that people when they're ready, they can you know do things to put people in power and I do agree that um, his own so you, party was kind of against him so you don't think the, the votes are the actual votes you think that no, I think their votes are, I, I think it's a bit of both I think that there's ways that people can try and manipulate how, how votes can happen to, to, to help somebody win so even mm-hmm. if it's a case of changing laws to make it so people can't vote here and there which they still did with this election or, yeah, oh, they do that like every election yeah, in you know what I mean so stuff like that to make it 
you know, easier for somebody to win, or even if it's put, putting more money or making more advertisement or making it harder for the opposition to 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 win, there are ways that I think can, that people can, you know, affect the election in the way they want it to to happen. But I just don't think that Trump had that this year because I think people were just openly were saying that, yeah, basically saying that yeah he's mad. I don't think that the people that would go out of their way to usually back him have backed him this year. There are people that were surprised. I'm, I'm assuming there was a lot of surprise people, like uh, all these like rappers and all these stuff. That's not necessarily going to help or benefit him by backing him. Was backing him, so I think he had other alternative people that was maybe helping with his, his uh, re-election that he wouldn't have had in the first term. But it don't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. So I don't know. But with regards to Capitol Hill, I, I think it was a. I think that was an organized thing. I think that it was organized. I think that um, they knew, obviously they knew what they were doing because they all went there the same day. So it had to have been organised in some way, shape or form. And, uh, Trump had 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 a... a um, press conference to explain it. No, and, a press conference. No, he had a rally like down the road. Not, uh, I say down the road, not figure, but like down the road. And at the press rally, he said, all right, let's go to Capitol Hill. Let's, um, uh, he said, I'm coming with you. Mm. This is what the man said, you know, I'm coming with you. Let's go there. We have to, we have to take it by, not, what did he say? By full. So we have to be strong. We can't be weak and take, take what we like what's us and let's go and so he sent them down so if he told everyone go home or we're going somewhere else they would have gone somewhere else yeah. he said we're going there and then went home to his yard and <laughs> and sent them that down there so yeah so it was an organized thing so in the end it's, it's uh i don't know it's it obviously it just highlights that america as it always is you can see the americans for what they are and and you know it's uh, people are saying what does that script like they they blatantly this can you not see the racism, the hatred, the this, the that? All of that was in in, in one bulk of the showing them the lawlessness of it. They're a lawless country, as far as I'm concerned. They are the king of the the, the public. Do what they want when they want when they're ready. They they're a bit like a a bit like a bit of France. Like France, when they're ready, they'll riot. America's the same way. If they're ready to 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 kick up a fuss. They'll do so, regardless of law, regardless of whatever. And those types of Americans, they don't fear law. Those types of Americans there, those hillbilly, whatever was that you want to call them, that came down, those people do not fear police. They don't. Because they know, one, most of the, most police are in their area is probably their cousin, so they've never really had to fear them before in the past or whatever. And two, they understand the, the they understand that part of white supremacy. They might not understand the other parts, but that part they definitely know. They know that they can they can get away with things that other people can't get away with. Look how far they got in. Look, they were inside. There was no way in hell that if that was an, any type of other movement, if that was, the, I don't know, Muslims for change, <laughs> and they were to go uh, go 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 to Capitol Hill to go change the minds of of the American people about how they feel about Muslims, do you think they're gonna get inside of that building? No way. They would have actually thrown hand grenades at the Muslims. Hand grenades. There was no way of got into that building. I'm like, I'm not even going to blacks. I'm just going to even any other any other thing. Native Americans. Native Americans. No. Mexicans might have made it if they got a couple cousins in there, but apart from that, no. <laughs> but I doubt no. I don't think no. So you can see that this is a people that that knew what they were doing. I I was hearing some people say that they was basically um. Let, you could see if I don't know if some people got videos of them letting them in. There's not even stopping them from going inside. I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah, taking yeah, selfies. Yeah. They were taking selfies with the um police and certain other people. So there was a madness going on at certain times, but whilst they were inside. These people are taking selfies, mate. I found that fascinating. They were sitting at people's desks, all of this type of stuff, while while some of the people were barricading themselves into the wall. What's this I'm hearing about people's um putting up nooses and stuff like that around the city? Is this true though? Yeah, they, well, not they had a, a portable noose and ga- gallows because they reckon uh, Nan- Nancy Pelosi. Well, 
all right. So Nancy Pelosi, who's the, like the the head of the Democrats in this in the speaker, she's a, the, the the representatives. She's like kind of like the head of I don't know the House of the Parliaments, but she's a Democrat. They don't like her because she, obviously she holds sway there, so they wanted her gone. That man that was sitting at the desk with the American flag that's that's whose desk they were in. They broke her plaque, and she's one of the people that they think they should news. And also, and here's the mad thing: the Vice President Mike Pence, who's been by Trump's side from for the whole four years. What Trump wanted, because this is what the actual issue was, what they were doing that day was like the last thing you need to do to get the president, the new president in. They've had the vote, they've done this, they have all these little things that, you know, every country has where they, they're they trying to say this is the, pre- the new president. That was the last thing they, they did. The people come from each state and say, uh, my man won our state, you know, so blah, blah, blah. Once all those votes have been kind of like done, uh, what's his name? Uh, the new man is going to be president. I can't even remember his name. You know, so, uh, what a cheek. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is is our is our new president. This is the last thing. It's two weeks now. He's going to be um put his hand on the Bible and be sworn in as president. What Trump wanted Mike Pence to do, the vice president, because he stands like he sits beside Nancy Pelosi. It's almost like it's like the two of them are running the things. He wanted his vice president to say, "We are not accepting you making." Joe Biden, the president. Now he can't do this. He illegally can't do it. It's just not just because he's vice president and because he's head of whatever the thing. He can't do it. So the vice president, who has the a percentage, just a tiny percentage of sense, said, "You know, I can't do this. The Constitution does not allow me just to say, oh, we're not accepting the vote. I can't like do it.' We've we went through legal routes. We went to the to judges and to all these different states, and all of them said." Bruv, you're chatting rubbish. Get out. You won. All of them did that. So those were the legal routes that we can legitimately take to try and stop these votes. But I can't just come here and say at the last minute, at the 11th hour, oh, we are not accepting the votes. Uh, Joe Biden can't be president. And all these things, all the things that you came here for were, were cancelling. So Trump started sending tweets to his own vice presidents, cussing the man, saying the man's got no heart. He didn't do what needs to be, needed to be done to... to to stop this overthrowing of me because we didn't lose the election. So that's why he sent these mans there. He's like, we're going to have to go down there and talk to these people because they stole the election from us. So that is why um, Mike Pence now, they're saying, Mike Pence, you need to invoke the 25th Amendment, which is uh, where you, basically when the president is incapacitated, the vice president takes over. So that's what happened when, um, what's his name, got shot outside uh, the grassy know them them times the vice president took over because the president was dead that's what happens what but it's not kind of like written down but they say it's almost like it's when the man is gone mad or incapacitated when they can't do their job properly the vice president takes over it needs the vice president to say it and then for other a lot of other people in in the politics to, to, to co-sign it but what the democrats are saying is hey pence you need to say you're going to take over because God knows what Trump is going to do. He's gone mad in the last couple of weeks. He might press the button and start a war with, with Russia or China for all we know. We don't know what he's going to do. And here's Mike Pence now, that man that has stood firm beside Trump for the past four years. He said, well, reports are saying that he's saying, I'm not going to rule it out. That's your boy. Because you've now done your boy dirty, he's now saying, well, we'll see what happens in it. I'll, I'll hold the cards close to my chest and I'll see what he does. If he goes a bit mad, then yeah, we might have to do 25th Amendment. And that's a mad, that's a wild thing, bruv. Wild. He's only got a couple of weeks left, is not it? Mm. That's the point. 
that's the point. And there are some trying to impeach him, right? For a second time. The, the Democrats want to impeach happen. him. Yeah, that's going to happen the day. Well, I think that is going to happen the day uh, after the podcast is released on the Monday. That's what they're saying. Um, he didn't get done on his last impeachment. And can you impeach? He was impeached. Impeaching uh, is yeah, not kicking yeah, you out. Yeah, I think he wasn't found guilty for the charges, I think I meant. Um, but is he going to stand any kind of uh, trial after um, he's not the president? Because I think it's only the president that can be impeached, right? Ain't nobody else can um, be impeached. Yeah, but impeachment doesn't mean, it's not going to, like, nothing's going to happen from it. It's, there's two reasons why they want to impeach him. One is a symbolic thing. It's like, just to show you, like, to really spit on you and say, we, we, we hate you. And the second thing is, if you're impeached twice, then potentially you can't run for president again. And everybody thinks he's going to run for president again in four years' time. If he's still uh, alive and well, <laughs> he's going to run again. I didn't know you could actually do that. Yeah, it's happened before. Is that only if you only had two terms? Um, I don't know. You, you can have two consecutive terms, but that doesn't stop you yeah. from running again after your two consecutive terms. You can do it in the, in the you know later on down the line. Look at look at um, Joe Biden. He's vice president. Now he's going to be president. It's like you could do what you want as long as you leave a gap in between. So it, but so he wants to run again, or his sons, because potentially it's going to be one of the Trumps, twenty twenty four. It might not be dad; it might be son Trump, and they don't want him to run again because, as we see here, he's got a lot of people that support him. He might actually win, especially if Biden doesn't uh, unify the country or do a good job in the next four years. Because what you find is elections usually go the opposite direction. The sway usually goes towards who isn't the incumbent the incumbent kind of like loses favor and people always look at the other side of the fence. That's just life in general. We're always looking at the other side of the fence. So if four years of Democrats, if they don't have wonderful jobs is, is all pucker, the virus is gone, the grass is green and everyone's happy. All of a sudden we're looking back to the Republicans. You forget it. After a while you forget what it was like on the other side. And then it's like, we don't want Trump coming back, bringing in all these MAGA people. And then having Trump part two. So if we impeach him twice, even though it's a symbolic thing, because he would be gone by the time the impeachment actually happens, he would have been gone already. But if you impeach him twice, and then he can't run for president again. And we can't have this this cracker coming through one more time. Mm. Interesting. Have any of you heard of gerrymandering? No. I'll, I'll take the silence from the other two to, to me now. <laughs> Gerrymandering is is what while I was talking about, I think, and um, maybe you were alluding to yourself, Mister Wolf, is where it's where the you kind of like carve up states and cities so that the elections go the way you want them to go. So you don't necessarily say, um, I don't know how to put it. You don't you don't stop people from voting, kind of thing, but you kind of do. Like for instance, if in a white era you might have, so let's say. Let's let's carve up London and cut it in half, North London and South London, and let's say all the blacks live in South London, and all the all the affluent people live in uh, North, and all the affluents and the whites, and those affluent people will vote for conservatives. Let's just be like very stereotypical, and just the conservatives want to stay in power. So what they do is when it comes to voting on uh, whatever time to vote, let's say you know what we're going to do it on Tuesday. In fact, that's a bad thing because on American politics, like there is a day you have to vote. 
which is a weekday usually, which is a nonsense. But uh, let's say, forget forget the day they're going to We're going to vote. And in North London, we're going to have 100 polling stations spread out all, all over North London. And in South London, we're going to have 10 polling stations. And okay. that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. And what they, and then what they'll do is that so it comes everybody in North London happily go to your polling station queue for t- ten minutes pass your vote you go home or you go back to work because you're doing it in the middle of a workday the African people can take time off work go to the, go to the, the place because they oh it's only going to be twenty minutes I could do it on my lunch break cool mm-hmm. now the poor people who can't take time off work or it's going to take them two three hours to queue outside the thing it's like well I just can't vote because it's on a day that I'm, I, you know, I have to go and clean offices. I can't take time off work. It's during, it's during the middle of the day. And um, instead of just queuing for 10 minutes where they might let me do that, I'm going to be queuing for two hours, three hours, four hours, five hours. I can't do it. So then I just don't vote. So that is, that's gerrymandering. That's a real thing that they implement. And whoever is in power tries to do their own style of gerrymandering. It's just that the, the Republicans are so much better at doing it and implementing it. It's like mm-hmm. the the Democrats, it's almost like, oh, we're too good to do it kind of thing. Like when Obama was in power, there were certain things he wouldn't do because it's like, oh, um, like we're too good for that. But then the minute the Republicans get power, it's like, oh, no, no, we'll do it. And then they do it. And then it helps them stay in power over and over again. And it's kind of like, it. sometimes you need to play dirty, basically. You, even if you're the good guy, you mm-hmm. need to play dirty because it's a dirty game you're playing. And if you try and play a dirty game clean you're just gonna lose because the other side is happy to gouge your eyes and kick you in the nuts and you're you're saying no 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 i need to punch you you know between your your, your, your chest and your and your waist and it's like nah i'll punch you in your balls bruv because that's what i need to do to win and that's the difference between the democrats and the republicans and in our in our wonderful country here in the uk it's often the difference between labor and the conservatives the conservatives will fight dirty they'll do whatever it takes for mm-hmm. us to win and Labour, they, they, you have this moral high ground. So that's one of the things that I, that I didn't like about um, um, Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn had this thing where it's like he was always trying to be high and mighty. And sometimes, bruv, to win, you can't be high and mighty, bruv. You just need to, you just need to do what needs to be done. So the dark arts. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I call it. Uh, why do you call it the dark arts? Because that's what it is. Do you understand? Sometimes people are too um, on this straight and narrow road and, you know, they want to use uh, morality to, to win when you're in a game that has no morals. Do you get me? So sometimes you need to use a, the dark arts, bruv. You know what I mean? Bottom line, you got to do these things to win, whatever it takes, you know? Whatever it takes. Well, like, all these take candidates have a, have a pact in it, have people that buy into their pact which basically buys their um, everything for them to win. It's like their package. And a lot of them mm. are big businesses. So big businesses need like laws and things implemented if they want things to come out on the market to support their business and help them grow. So if they, um, if they put their money behind this candidate, this candidate gets in, they can pass the laws for their businesses. Look at my man. What documentary have you been watching to tell you about PACs and super PACs? Oh, and whatnot? Yeah, of course, man. The PACs the will be dirty they'll dig up secrets and lies and everything about the the, the candidate the, the other runner and use it against them it comes out in a nice political way but people buy into it it's in the papers it'll be on the tv it'll be on the internet yeah. this is the argument that people have to get rid of money 
from politics or to to universalize it where it's like there's a certain limit that you can do because like webslinger said if facebook want um to be able to do xyz and that's what's going to help them make their money just as a business and they need politicians to co-sign that they give money to the politicians and they say we put you into because politics is all about money once we put you in power, you must do this thing. And it's not even like a secret. It's not like undercover thing is blatant. You can go through and see who's given which party money or which candidate money as well. Because sometimes it might be about a certain state. A certain state might have sway in the whole of the country to do this or that. So then they put that person in power just for his finances. Because who, basically whoever spends the most money is quite often who spends the most money is the winner. Unless you can build up... Um, you can galvanize the people mm-hmm. a separate way. The easy way is just put pump money into advertising, pump money into posters, pump money into to, to radio adverts, and because people know about you, you win. It's just a popularity contest. And so, yeah, Facebook will give people money. Um, whoever, whichever companies, oil companies. Sometimes you wonder how did they let oil companies do this or that or blah? because they paid them. It's just straight out we paid them. We put this man into power. He will give us a blight. He'll change the laws for us. They literally change the laws so that uh, we can get away with doing this. Or we want to do some fracking. Fracking is going to mess with the, 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 the community. It's going to mess with the environment. Well, you know what? We're going to put man in power and then all of a sudden he's going to change the laws that allow fracking and that's it. <laughs> so what, everybody's just going to die because of oil. Oh, like, yes, man put money in my pocket. I'm supporting my family. I don't care about the environment. I don't care about the rest of the country. So they want to get rid of, well, some people want to get rid of money from politics. I would actually co-sign that. Because you can't have politics and money in the same thing. It's like oil and water. They don't mix. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing it for the people and doing it for the money at the same time. It's one or the other. And they're always going to choose the money. So there you go. I'm moving. Um, all right. So Trump did his madness. He sent tweets. He sent a video out on Twitter saying, you know, I love my people. I love, before he sent the, the next video, which he was reading off a teleprompter, which everybody's saying that it was, the, the Republicans told him, listen, bruv, if you don't read this thing, yeah, <laughs> then then you're, you're gone. We're going to actually vote for you to be gone because what you've been doing before, you've been, you've been messing with the masses and you've been messing with the Democrats. Like, there are people like my, I was in that government building like I was in there and people were coming with guns and with pipe pipe bombs and whatnot I was in there and you sent them to me nah 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 read this this statement and well, whatever so before he read that statement he sent out his own little video on Twitter saying you know I love you but you know don't be too hard on them we need to go kind of thing but it was mm-hmm. a passa passa alright Twitter just took the video down and then uh, later on I don't know if it was an hour or whatever it is they just closed his account like you know, we're blocking the President of the United States account sometime uh, a few That's hours right. later Facebook did the same thing and we said we're blocking Facebook said we are blocking him until he leaves office he's got two weeks left we're just blocking him Trump no longer has a Facebook presence an official Facebook presence on Twitter I mean on Facebook Twitter said we're blocking him for 24 hours or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. And then later on, they came back and said, you know what, we're blocking him as well. We're just blocking his account. Now, I don't like that. I don't think you should be doing that. What do you guys think about that? Do you think, um, yeah, it's cool. Block him. He's, he's chatting nonsense. He's starting um, mobs and sending them to Capitol Hill. Block him. Um, personally, I'll carry the same energy that I did when... They blocked a few of these um, black um, people on Twitter and on social media. Um, 
I think that Donald Trump is a lot worse. And and I say worse, I have I, I cannot really understand why the likes of Louis Farrakhan was um, removed from all social medias. Um, I think that it takes away their freedom of speech and it does kind of, um, how can I put it? For me, it's just a very dangerous road of acceptance. So everybody's thinking, oh, Donald Trump, yeah, ban him. And that's it. It's like the power that these companies have um, is, for me, is a little concerning, personally. Do you know what I mean? He, obviously, through his followers and people that follow him and people that connect to him, um, he cannot now uh, connect with, I don't know how many people he had on his Twitter. He had a few, about, was it, 20, 30-odd million people? You know, so, yeah, so people that liked him, people that didn't like him, people that didn't really care, whatever the case may be, he could connect to them. And um, Louis Farrakhan could have done the same, you know, rallying black people to organize themselves. The powers that be, when they want to strike their hand and when they want to use a nine fist, it doesn't matter who you are, black or white, you know, this is a power thing. And they have the power to do whatever they want at the time that they want it for it to be accepted by everybody as normal. So um, I don't like it, uh, but you know, the people that are complaining about Donald Trump uh, were probably happy that Louis Farrakhan was uh, removed from social media as well. So F them. But you can, you can see why you would remove Farrakhan because man has actual stuff that can be easily classed as hate speech. No. I can't. No, he doesn't? Or no, you don't? What do you mean, no? Hate speech? No. Yes. Recently, if 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 you're talking about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you know, calling white people devils and things like that, then yeah. But nothing recently. Do you know what I mean? All he does now, because listen, I am of the opinion that someone like him was connected to the death of Malcolm X in it. That's just how I feel. And a lot of people feel the same way, but he's, he's not the same man that he was then. You get me? uh, He promotes black wealth and he promotes organization and that's it. And he does quite well uh, with reference to that. So um, no, he doesn't really do no hate speech now. No, when, when, when they removed him, nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that he could organize us. He could organize people to get together and to do things that are right for us, you know, and um, Donald Trump can do the same. And that is the problem. Yeah, man, Trump's got secrets and people don't want secrets coming out. So him being as vocal as he has been on Twitter and social media, he could be the same now with, with secrets about companies, peoples and plans and whatnot. So they'll stop him. They don't want that kind of thing getting out. Remember, nobody's clean in politics. Nobody's clean, period. I'm trying to find the tweet where, um, uh, whatever they banned Farrakhan for. So let me see if I can find it. Uh, long take. But it's something to do with comparing Jewish people to, to termites. Oh, the whole um, anti-Semite. I am not an, an anti-Semite. I'm anti-termite. If somebody said I'm not anti-black, I'm anti-monkeys, what what would you say? 
Would you not say that's a racist tweet? It's a racist tweet, yeah, but people are talking racism all the time. You know, it's... it's, it's they put a monkey on a T-shirt and then put it on a black it's, 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 it's one rule for one and then another rule for other people. Well, when, they put the, when they put the monkey on the T-shirt, there was outroar about that as well, so I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going on for time. Everybody's doing it. It's not like Farrakhan was the worst or the worst. But this is what I don't understand, yeah? Either you're against it or you're not. So if you're saying that they shouldn't be doing it those times, then he also shouldn't be doing it these times. Should be, no, it shouldn't be. Oh, these lot should do, can do it, so we can. And then the next minute when they do it, we should be saying no. They shouldn't be doing it. Which one is it? No, I don't. I don't. I don't see it as that. Um, I'm not saying that what he is said there is the right thing, but I'm saying that the punishment behind it is not correct. So, like I said, everybody has had that uh, kind of mentality towards. Uh, people that are a different race of them you know the racism is here it's gonna be here it's not going anywhere but i'm just saying you know the 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 difference in the judicial system with us as black people is like if you murder someone yeah it's obviously you're gonna go to jail but maybe one man will be given a death penalty where another man will do 15 years and come out after after 14 but we're talking about social media here now isn't it we're not talking about yeah i know but but what i'm talking about is the level of um uh punishment that is given to the likes of uh, Louis Farrakhan and the other I can't remember there was about two or three others yes but there's been there's been white there's been whites that's had the same punishment though yeah but this is for, what the, I'm same, for the same crimes on okay. social media I'm talking about social media I'm not talking about worldwide so I'm trying to keep it on track with the social media thing because if we're talking about um society as a whole then obviously that makes sense I completely understand what you're saying but I do think that these lot are naturally actually on brand with this type of thing where like you got obviously Katie Hopkins was on there for a while but they got rid of her eventually they got rid of um a couple of other um white supremacists as well on, on Twitter I forgot what who they are but there are people that they do get rid of when they think that they, they it's come to a point of hate speech. They do get rid of them. So I'm not disputing that obviously they, they are going to still be these white people out there just doing whatever they're doing as well as blacks. But I don't think, if they don't think that their person themselves is is popular enough to galvanise people, I think that's why they don't really respond or they just don't even know who they are, basically. They're not big enough to even respond to them because who are they? With regards to the Trump thing, though, um, again... <laughs> We say this all the time. It's only like, like when when it comes to other people now, suddenly we think differently. It's their thing. It, it Twitter. It, Twitter made Twitter. The man made Twitter. He can decide what he wants to put and what he doesn't want to put on Twitter. As much as people want to be oh hoopla this that and the other. If you want to go have your own issues and you want to have your own freedom of speech, go find something else to have freedom of speech for. He's he didn't sign the the whatever the constitution that allows you to have freedom of speech. He created a system called Twitter that has rules. Out of those rules, he can say what he he can and cannot do. Exactly the same as when we had ESN on the, on the Facebook groups. There's people there that would be saying, "How dare you get rid of us? How do you remove us from these groups?" Blah blah blah. I'm just using my free speech. I will tell them the same thing they ain't no free speech here is what I tell you you kind of can't say and this is what you're saying stuff that we don't think you can say so you got rid of them so as much as staff say that I don't agree with this or whatever you was just as bad as them when in the past using their old using these old people's tools to do exactly the same thing that they're doing now so that's why I don't really have a care for all of this I know that it's, they have much more power and they can sway things and their power of, the, of, of them is massive but we've made it that way that's our fault if people came off these these social media sites and never ever listen, uh, used them again, they wouldn't have the power that they had. But we do use them, so it's our it's us that's giving them the power to be able to do these things. So we've entrusted them with with our uh, um, that they're gonna use it for for good by doing the things that we're doing. 
But in the end of the day, it is their thing. If they decide they don't want somebody on it, who are we to tell them that they can or can't remove that person? That's how I feel. I don't. With the thing about Trump, Trump is powerful enough to, when he says certain things, it, as you can see, with just what happened at Capitol Hill, it allows them people to do things. People are actually acting on his words. So I can understand why somebody would remove them from their platform so they don't get implicated with it. Because the first thing they say is that, oh, Trump did this thing on Twitter and suddenly these people did this. And his Twitter's now evolved in that in that case now that, that people are going to be playing his Twitter's fault. Not just Trump, it's also Twitter. Twitter, why are you allowing this? Twitter, why are you doing that? So yeah, they, as far as I'm concerned, for them to do their own business and for them to keep themselves um, out of the loop or for them to look better in the public eye, get rid of him. It's business. It's business. It's just business. And that's that's my thing on it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why suddenly we, every time, I, I think we change the rules too much sometimes. And I think this is one of, one of them times that we're changing the rules again. Because it's the same for us. We did exactly the same thing that they did. When we thought that people were saying things that was in- inappropriate or things that could potentially cause issues or things that could potentially do this, that, and the other, we will remove them. There's sometimes that, and, and again, it's by this perspective because there's some people that will say, in fact, let's just use an example of last week when some you, you mentioned something at the beginning where somebody was upset about something that was said last week, yeah? For somebody, if they said that in our, in our Facebook group, because we agree with what they were saying, we wouldn't necessarily see it as a bad thing. And we wouldn't remove somebody from the group from saying that. But other person from another perspective is saying that this thing is hurting me. Now, if somebody says something that was completely opposite that we didn't like or we didn't agree with, that went against our rules because we owned whatever we thought we owned, we can get them removed. It is as simple and plain as that. Yeah, but um, no, I was agreeing with everything you were saying up until to that point. I was, um, I took pride in being like a balanced paper. I didn't put, I didn't put my personal views involved in the but thing. But it's outside still going to be personal, isn't it? It's, outside, it's, of, outside of the fact that, you know, I wrote the rules of the group. So we are talking about the ESN Facebook group back in like 10 years ago now where people could uh, debate, but we had a set of rules. And if people broke the rules consistently, then we'd get rid of them. And uh, yeah, so so it goes. So um, I I hear what you're saying. I don't necessarily. Argue. I've got an argument. I'll come to it once you're finished saying what you're saying. But I will have to. I have to unfortunately stop you when you start saying that. No, we just put our own personal views in it. We didn't. There was rules, and that was it. It wasn't that. Oh, I cared about. What you, I care about natural hair. So yeah, you can gun women for natural hair. But if you're cussing something else that I don't care about, then all of a sudden I get rid of you. I, I didn't do that personally. I'm saying the rules is still come from your personal perspective of what is acceptable and what is not. So regardless of where, all of that chit chat you're yeah, saying, but, but, it, yeah, it, but it, it still hold on. Let me finish. It still comes from a personal perspective of what you think is acceptable and what is not. It is not free speech. It is not anyone can say what they're saying, and uh, it doesn't matter whether or not you're upset about it. It is still what we feel was acceptable and what was unacceptable, and how we then enforce those rules. We still end up different people are going to be uh, are admin in it. At one minute, how many times have we had an admin situation where you might have said, mm, "I might not have done that," and and maybe simple might have said, "Ah, I did it because I thought of this." In the end, it still comes down to the person that's monitoring it, their perspective of what they think is good or bad, even regardless of the rules that you set in place. Whether or not they've broken those rules, whether or not that, that they, they've stretched those rules, whether or not those rules are all right. It all comes down to it. I'm not saying that you're just dashing people away because of something you just don't like. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm saying the rules are still a perspective of that person. You still create Correct. the rules. And you still do the decision of what life. you thought was okay and what was not. That is life. That is I'm not life. saying that. Yeah, so that's, no, but no, it's different. Because... Uh, all right, okay, fi- all right, fine, fine, fine. What all I'm saying is that I think uh, our group was small and it had a f- few thousand people. It wasn't like millions and millions and millions, and it was a voice for the world. So that is where I see the difference. But I, I, I actually agree kind of like with the premise of what you're saying. But then at the same time, I think sometimes you get to the point where you become the national voice and you're so big 
that I don't necessarily know if I like the idea of you having so much power because we didn't have that much power. And it, even to somebody that got kicked out of our tiny little group, it might have seemed, you mans are dictators and you're, you have all this power to stop me, my voice. I mean, so just bro, go start your own group on Facebook, innit? Or go to another group, innit? Like, what's the big deal? But Twitter and Facebook know that they, they do count. Trump, after being banned on Twitter, apparently was sending tweets through other people's accounts. That's how much he needed to talk to the people. And I was listening to a podcast the other day where, because they had the same debate talking about um, one of them was more like me saying that he didn't agree with Trump being banned. And then he said, but at the point now, he agrees. And like, because we were discussing doing it in the beginning. When Trump first came into power, people were talking about banning him from then. And he's like, you can't do that. This is the president of the United States. Not just because you don't like him, you just, just ban him. But he said he like really had to struggle and he almost changed his mind and he's like, I, I was cool with what they did now, what Twitter did now. Because it wasn't just, we don't like him. It was man was sending people, people died because of what Trump said. But I think, it wasn't, sorry, go on. I was saying, go I on. think that this is, should, should set a precedence. And I think that presidents of the United States or any president in general, whilst they're in public, I mean, whilst they're in term, should not be allowed to have this uh, social media accounts. I don't think they should be able to have this direct discussion to the people like this. I think it shows how much power this thing can do and what, you, what uh, how much you can galvanize people. I think that TV and all that stuff is all regulated. You know, you can't, they, people are going to go through whatever they're going to say before they put it on TV and all this type of stuff that usually gets to the, the public in a way. I don't think that presidents should be able to go onto an app whilst they're high or drunk or whatever and just tweet whatever they want reckless. I don't think that should be allowed to happen. Let's say that they that somebody does have, because um, I still don't even know if, Twitter, if, if Trump even has his own Twitter. I don't even know if it's him that's even doing it, if I'm going to be completely honest. It could be somebody completely different. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, not him that's, that does his tweets. Right, but let's say that it was. Let's say that he does actually have the nuclear codes, and let's say that one day he just does get messed up, and he just says, "You know what? Fuck this! Nuclear codes are boom, 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 boom." He, no one should have that power to just do that. I don't think that they should allow. As soon as you become in public, I think they should just remove you from from any type of social media and say you're not able to use these social media. Um, what's, what's more dangerous, the fact that he has the the codes to press the button, or the fact that he could tweet it and nobody else, nobody else could do anything with that information? He's the only one that could do something about it. So it's once he's in the power that that is the power, not the fact that he's got Twitter. I was I think it's say both. something similar to that. I mean, uh, uh, I hear what you're saying. But um, the world is changing. Do you know what I mean? The way of communicating to people has changed dramatically. You know what I mean? They're trying to communicate with a different type of people, you know, and a lot of these people that are, that they need to get in contact with to get their votes for a number of different things, not just the major elections. They need to communicate via uh, social media because people are not on they're not reading the papers no more and they're not watching TV. So uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying regarding uh, better regulations on the, the social media platforms. Um, but all in all, I, I think that whatever tool you can to communicate to your uh, people that you should use it. Um, and they shouldn't be treated any differently. I don't think that a president, I mean, the power is having the codes. It's not so much as having a platform to distribute. I'm using that as a a thing example. But even less this, okay, but you're the president of the United States. You're the president of anywhere. And then I'll go, let's say tomorrow he goes, you know what, I kind of liked the way that um, people were treating um, Africans back in the day and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think we should all go try and maybe go back to the times of invading it. And it, and everybody was on board with that because the president said that and people start picking up speed and that blah 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 because that conversation came from a tweet that he put out one day. 
You, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have, we have different discussions I about this I hear what now. you're saying, but it's, it's, these are very far-fetched things that... It's not far-fetched anymore. They, you see this no, man do what he's doing. I it's not far-fetched. But I think he says stuff like Trump, this about China. But I think that Trump is uh, is anom- anomaly the right word? I don't think he is because he's a bit you like Reagan. It's, it's, yeah, but we ain't going to see another person like Trump in a very long time. If I don't ever. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, hold on, hold on. But this is my He's open the door, bro. Yeah, that's fine. But this he is... Has, this it's not even him. In, in pop, sorry, I'm not, to, not to cut you, Mr. Wolf, all the time. But in most countries, at this present moment in time, there is a far right... Um, there's a far right building up that is because that's let's be honest all of this madness is doing is still a lot of is is um, attached to the far right and there are, most of these countries now have got a, a uprising of the far right right down from you've got it in France you kind of even got it in England at some in the, to a, a certain extent right? it's not kind of well you know it, man. yeah we got it but you know what I'm saying they're not they're not they're not built like the Americans with their guns to go to but they're not doing that but all of this type of stuff. They in all of these countries there exist as much as Trump. The only thing with Trump that makes him a little bit different from the others is that he is more entertaining. That is it. He's still spewing the same the hate speech that the rest of these people are doing. Boris is just as as bad as Trump as far as I can say. He just don't use Twitter. He Boris just does not use Twitter. Boris the, is just with his stupidity. No, I, I had that 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 thing before where I was like, yeah, they're the same. They're, you know, different side of the same coin. Uh, they're in the same house or the same room or something but no i'm not i don't i can't put them to same name okay boris is, i don't boris is a buffoon and he makes uh, so many silly mistakes but i i actually don't think his heart is as um crumpled up and wrinkled as trump's he's not fit for office and uh, uh, um but trump again the way we talk about trump he's got he's he's got what he's wanted for his four years he just needs another four years of it which is the tax relief as far as i'm concerned but anyway it is what it is Man wasn't paying taxes before. That's why he, yeah, but the now whole time he's solidifying the tax. He's solidifying it now. That's what he's trying to. This was more of like a solidification because there's a couple of stories about why he's not paying tax and, and certain situations to why he's not paying tax. And him becoming president solidified that non-tax paying thing. And I think he was even trying to at some point. Maybe I'm chatting rubbish that he was trying to change the law at some point to, to make it so he doesn't have to pay tax going forward. Because I don't know if the president of the United States after a certain thing they just don't pay certain things anymore. I don't know. But either way. I don't think so. He's gone. He's done what he achieved to do for his four years, and he needs another four years to continue what he was achieving, which is to make money for himself. To rewind very slightly, what I was talking about with the other podcast, where I said the one of the hosts was didn't like the idea of them have banning Trump in the beginning, but he kind of came around to it recently with what happened because he was um, inciting violence, and one of the other people's, you know, one of the things was mentioned was that. What else can he do? It's, somebody said, "Well, he's got his own like. There's a there's an actual website you can go to. The, the the president has a website. End of the day, he could talk on the website. And the person said, "Who's ever gonna go and and look on his website? That is why a man is using other people's accounts to send tweets now, because that is how desperate he is to get his message out there. And that is where the people are. For for, for me, that, that resonated quite a lot with me because Twitter is not the only avenue he has." Obviously, he can talk on whichever platform he wants. Well, apart from Parler, but we'll get to that in a minute. And um, it's just because Twitter is so direct, straight to the people. The minute I have the thought, I send it, bang, it's done. It's there. Like, you couldn't do that on his own website. That's the danger of Twitter. That's what I'm saying. So, so, Mr. Wolf, you don't think there's going to be anything like Trump again in in the next few, few decades or what? 
Because I'm not, I'm not, I, I would have thought that before, but I don't think that anymore now. I don't think that anymore now. You got to uh, take in, I'm taking into consideration that the United States is the entertainment capital of the world, that they, not in our generation maybe, or just before, they had a uh, Hollywood actor who became president of the United States. So I'm not saying that, uh, you can't have anybody in office, but the characteristics of this man and the way how he kind of uh, went about addressing things from the get-go, I think it was a um, well-planned and well-organized strategy, in my opinion. And I do not believe that they are going to want somebody like that in office again. So whereas, whereas I said before, um, that they actually put these people in power, you know, that democracy is just uh, is a smokescreen, in my opinion, to make people believe that they have a voice. Um, I think that the powers that be are not going to want someone like this uh, in office again. So I do think that, that that there are some madmen in politics. I do think that there's people that are the far right who um, try to rally the troops of 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 you know Nazis or whatever you want to call them. Um, I, I, that kind of individual could become a president of the United States or could become a prime minister or a president of another country. But I'm talking about this man in particular that has caused such a stir, even in his own kind of uh, demographic, his own people that planted him in there have rooted him out in such a way that has never been seen before. Um, and in such a way that I don't think will be seen again. The last person that got rooted out like this was, I mean, I mean, he actually got kicked out. Was this guy? Forget his name. He was in power after Kennedy. Are you talking about Nixon? Is it Nixon? Yeah, I think it was Nixon got kicked out. So that is it. Yeah, Nixon uh, left. He got le- he he left because I can't remember exactly what what he done. Of, um, okay, isn't it? That's right, Watergate. Do you understand? So uh, that was the last time that a madness happened where a president had to leave. This is another time, and I don't think that we're going to see anything like President Trump uh, again, personally. I I really think that they thought that the President Trump was going to be like, uh, I don't even like calling it President, just Trump. Anyway, felt like he was going to be like as charismatic as Obama. I think that's what they actually wanted, the Republican version of Obama, where the public actually liked the character rather than the politics. Because Obama, a lot of people don't even know about Obama politics. A lot of people don't know what Obama did in America. A lot of people have no understanding of what Obama's administration put in place and, and what he didn't put in place. But they like Obama. Do you understand what I mean? And I think they wanted to have that type of character with the Republicans. I don't remember another president that had, had much character that was a Republican. Like, what was the last Republican character? I can't think of one. Like, you have... Um, or you had Bush and whatever, but he wasn't necessarily a character. He was just a good old boy that some people kind of liked. But then you had Clinton, who had some form of character. People like George Clinton, uh, sorry, Bill Clinton, sorry. People liked him as well as his politics. It's him that they they like. They like the fact that he even got the head from the from the woman. Even that made him a bit more popular in certain, in certain places as well. People liked Bush Junior. People liked him. They, I don't think they liked him that as much as li- I don't think people they liked, liked him. him. You know, he had he has personality. That's he, what I said. He was like a, they people see him as like a good old boy, but I don't think they had he had the same. I don't think since then they've had anyone, and I still don't really think it's him that's up to the same character level as Obama. 
the way they liked Bush Junior is the way they like uh, uh, Boris Johnson because Bush Junior, like you're talking about the mistakes that Johnson made, Bush made ten times as much. Trust me, he looked so stupid so many times. Sorry to cut you, but um, that is like just to reaffirm the idea that yes, they did like him, but it was like that, you know, that kind of dumb love so to speak yeah but, but that, was, that's still was, a, that's still that's still a something though. Yeah, but what, yeah, something. But, yeah but what big wild is talking about is a respectable type of look of a president this characteristic of trump i want to be trump. like him do you understand yeah, no, but, no. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but a lot, yeah but a lot of people look at donald trump and think i want to be like trump i want to have these businesses i want to grab him in a pussy i want to do all these kind of kind, kind of things you don't want to be like him even right down to the black rappers from the from the nineties or whatever, everybody loved Trump at some point. You they know, loved there was him. a point where Trump yes. was, a, was an actual big celebrity. Everybody wanted to roll with Trump, so it's not a case of Trump is a brand. Do that mean it's Trump? Trump Towers, Trump this, he's a brand. He's a brand name. He's a character. He's on The Apprentice. He tells people you're fired. So he has some form of authority figure already just by showing people on the television that he is. He is a character. He is a known. Um, um, I like I like the, the brand. I like yeah. the brand. That you He's on, yeah. on, the, on the telly. The He's no. So eventually, I think they thought, yeah, this you really need somebody that's as charismatic as Obama. When somebody asks him a question, he'll be able to give them a slick answer with a joke involved. People have to like this guy. And at the beginning of the Trump uh, uh, swing, people didn't like him. He's not even, and but it just the people that did like him was people that maybe they wasn't suspected. Because again, I don't think people. I don't think Trump is unless he's going to see now. I don't think Trump is as racist or as this or as that. He's racist and all that type of, of course he is. I don't think he's as racist or as this or as that as people perceive him to be from his from his politics. I think he's just prepared to do anything he, <laughs> anything he can to make sure he wins. And that's what he is. I think that he, if he could make deals with black people and be involved with black people, he has no problem with doing that as long as it makes him win. If you, if they told him tomorrow he would win by having all the black voters, by um going around doing something for blacks, he would do it. No problem about that. No issue. You don't hate blacks enough to do all that type of stuff. He's just obviously wants to win. Yeah, so, he's such a he's such an egomaniac. He's the world rolls around him. Some people are so racist, they hate other people so much that what they do rolls around their hate for for somebody else, whether it's a Jew or a black or whatever it is. Yeah, but exactly. I, I, I agree with you. Trump is so looking at himself, he's so focused on him. Like whatever I need to do for me to be happy or for me to win or for me to be in power or for me to be rich. I, I don't care enough about anybody else or I don't hate everybody else enough. Not I don't hate people, but I don't hate them enough for it to hinder like what yeah, I want. Exactly. What I want is for me to be like up here. He's prepared to do what, what needs to be done to get the job done. And and that's what hap- that was the problem. He went too far with it. He then stopped being about the people that needed him, that putting him in power and started becoming again about himself. He became overall with the fact that I am president and I am rule and I can do whatever I want. I remember I told people I'm going to be president. I managed to do that so I can now do whatever I want. And that's when it went too far. And then that's when his own people started to turn on him. And he just went too far. He just went too far. If you had leveled out a bit, people might, he might still be in power right now. Because no one's really happy with Joe Biden either, to be honest. I think Mr. Wolf said it best when he said, um, America's the entertainment capital of the world. This, this is like any soap in history. You've got all these cast of characters that people like, people don't like that they, they resonate with and whatnot. And like you said, Trump is just one of them. Obama was the, was the charismatic one. Bill Clinton was a bit of the, he was a player player. You had Nixon, who was a bit crazy. 
you know, <laughs> Kennedy, who was suave and, and everything. It's just, it, they're all like across the characters that you'll see growing up in, 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 in TV shows. It's like a soap. Politics is like a soap. Did you ever watch Death it's of 2020? House of Cards, man. House of Cards, baby. Yeah. Is, is, is everybody watched Death of 2020 yet? I Most have. Most of it. I haven't finished it. I haven't watched it. Anyway, I'm not going to really spoil it, but there's one bit in the Death of 2020 because it's about caricatures of people pretending that you know they're talking talking about the year, but they're, they're actors, but they're not playing themselves; they're playing other people, basically. Yeah, so Samuel Jackson's playing a, a like a, a reporter, and um, yeah, what's his name? Hugh Grant is playing like a I feel like a philosopher or a historian or something like that, right? But there's one woman that's basically some woman from like Liverpool or something that lives in London, yeah. <laughs> right? Simple. Yeah, and she's just basically a very, 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 very dumb person, yeah? And she said, I've watched everything on Netflix. I'm now watching this new TV show called America, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and what she's watching, she actually thinks America is a TV program, and she's been watching the news, yeah? So she's watching the news, but she's thinking, because it's so far-fetched, everything that is going on, yes. she's actually watching a television program. She's like, oh, yesterday, they had one vote thing where they all went to go and vote, and... These they were having a, a, a like a diss track thing where they were cussing like it, they actually made it sound like it was like a like a TV program. So what we're just saying, looks that they're all characters in their own right, and it is if you if you if you were to tell somebody this whole story, people would think that somebody wrote it down as a book. That you know they've got a person that's like Donald Trump and he's actually in power. It makes no sense, but that is America. Uh, Webs, I'm going to ask you a question. So, sort of whatever it is you're eating. So, it seems to me, and only interrupt me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that Wahala and Mr. Wolf seem to think that they are puppeteers putting people in power to some extent. Web Slinger, are you one of those people who also thinks that in an American and maybe even the British politics system, there are puppeteers putting and removing people from power? Yes. Plain and simple. They do it with people that, like that in life. If someone's getting too big for their boots, if someone isn't doing it right, they're gone. But we put these people in play. We put these people in play by giving us votes and then swaying our judgment to left or right. I'm not talking, you're saying we, like the, we the people, we vote. I'm, I'm talking, it seems like Wahala and Wolf are saying, no, there are a few elite people, upper echelon people behind closed doors that get together with cigars and, and brandy and say, yeah. who is it we're putting into power this time around. Yeah, and they manipulate we the people to do that as well, to help them with that. Okay. I, I never said that they, they could just put somebody in. I, I said that they will f- find a way to get them in. I don't think they will say, yeah, okay, tomorrow it's going to be John Smith and then John Smith's president. I just think that they'll, they'll manipulate the, the, the public or the way that people can vote or find ways, or as we were talking about before, adding super packs or adding money to, the, to their thing to make sure that this person that they want to get in power gets into power. I don't. I don't know whether or not if they can just say click their fingers and put somebody in place. I don't know about that. Okay. All right. Because I, I could co-sign that side of it because it's that's known. Whereas there are people that want somebody to be in power in this district or this whatever because it benefits them and they put enough money and influence and and, and manip- manip- manipulation and you know, rigging into it. What What I want to know is, do you think there's more than that though? Hold on. What I um mentioned some time ago was a documentary called, uh, I think it was, what's it called on uh, the people that built America. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, I'll have a look, but it's on, um, what's that documentary channel? The documentary channel? Mm, can't remember what it's called. Now. History channel. History channel. Okay. So it's on that. So this is, uh, uh, I think it's a three part documentary on how America became 
America. And these are things that have happened. It's, it's, it's not a debate to have. It's just factual information that the established families, the richest families that own the banks, that lent money to United States of America and America paid the money back to them, obviously, in a uh, interest loan. Uh, these people paid to get certain people in power that could help the economy and help the the country run the way that they wanted it to run. So these is, this is history. This is part of America's history. So why things have changed or why things would have changed now, I don't know. Things would have got more uh, sophisticated in the way that they implement uh, their uh, strategy and um and that is it people being put in power for me is just the way how things happen and when you look deep into in terms of the families of a lot of these politicians uh, both here and in america you see that there's a quite a distinctive uh, family tree that operates these uh these countries these people are interlinked in some way shape shape or form so it's not an opinion it's just something that has happened uh, over the years for the united states of america and the people in the uk uh, uh is it the men who built america it's a four-part documentary on the history channel that's it that's it that's it let me read the blurb cornelius vanderbilt john d rockefeller Andrew Carm Carmigi Carnegie Carmigi J.P. Morgan Henry Ford are names synonymous with innovation and big business in America. They all built empires and created advances in technology. They helped shape the country in its early days by doing things such as developing the models for modern railroads, creating the modern financial system, and making cars accessible to the masses. The men came from meager beginnings to build their respective empires, which helped formulate the concept of the American dream. This series profiles the lives of these early visionaries and includes perspectives from such modern businessmen, icons as Mark Cuban, blah, 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 blah. But so this is talking about like the business side of it. You're saying that there's there's a bit more to it. It, it, there's... it goes deep because at the end of the day, running a country is a business. When you deep it, it is running a business, you know. Um, but yeah, they do talk a lot about the way how they formulated their business and how they formulated their riches. And then it kind of goes into the bits of how they uh, manipulated uh, their power within politics. All right. It's on Amazon Prime. So I'm, I'm actually going to watch that tonight. It's, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's me. The Men Who Built America. That's going to be my stab says I'm going to jack your thing and use it for my thing because I'm going to watch it so we can I can talk about it with somebody else on hashtag ESMPod if you watch it as well. All right. Um, okay. So it's it's very interesting that that notion for me that, you know, the puppeteer thing. I'd, but once I actually sit there and I, and I realize it, because I know there is puppeteer movements going on because I just don't see it like the behind closed doors, cigars, smoking decision thing. But when I actually broke it down, yeah, there are people that actually say, oh, um, we want to do this thing. It's a bit um, higgy-hagger right now. If we put our man in power and tell him this is what we do, put some money in his pocket and we pay for his adverts, we pay for this, we pay for that, he gets in power, he does what we want, and that's that. And I guess sometimes people make it seem a lot more deep than that. And then that's when people like dismiss it as like, you people are conspiracy theorists. Whereas if you just put it like that way, this company wants this man in power, you know, how could somebody vote for something that is completely against his what his people are doing if it only benefits the company and the company put money in his, like literally the company paid for him to be in power? Of course, it's like, that's what happens. It's, it's not like brain surgery, but 
sometimes it seems like people talk beyond that. And once you start talking beyond that, it gets a bit like, uh, really? Really? Are we living in a magazine or, or a book? But, you know, it is what it is. So, um, all right. So just to veer very slightly, Parler, which is a social media network um, which advocates free speech, which is, so I guess is close to my heart. They say they are not going to censor or ban anybody for whatever they say. You can, if you get banned off Twitter, Farrakhan, for for likening uh, Jewish people to roaches, you can come here and say it on our platform. If you get banned, Mr. White Man, for, again, likening Jewish people to roaches, <laughs> they get it from everywhere, um, you can come on our platform and say whatever it is you're saying. Now, Google has banned them from Google Play Store. And uh, Apple, I believe, is either going to or just has banned them from the App Store. So you can go to them via the web anyways. But, you know, most people use these kind of social medias via their their phones. And they're, they're being banned now just for the fact that people allow people to have free speech on their platform. Can you Not see because the power that I'm talking they, about, bruv? So you're against that as well? Then. Yeah, I am. I don't like it at all. Wahala, the, you said that you understood and maybe you might not have sympathized, but you understood why Twitter could ban somebody for breaking certain... I, I understand their, it their as rules. well. Yeah, I understand, I understand it as well. You, we have rules. The rules say you can't do hate speech. You do hate speech, you get blocked. I don't care if you're the old president of the United States. Simple things. All right, I get it. I just don't like... It's, it just feels a bit icky to me because it's where does that line go? Like who decides what is hate speech and what is just an opinion or who decides. So that's where it gets a bit icky for me. But in terms of this Parlour um, app, stroke website, stroke social media, they are not doing anything themselves. All they're saying is that you can come and say what you want on our platform. We're not going to ban you. We're not going to, we're not going to censor you. Yeah, and that's then, fine. You can do what you want. But I'm not going to be somebody that's going to push people to your platform. Mm. You know what my issue is? I don't understand is what the issue is. With this. My, my issue is, um, that they need to put this same energy into um, paedophilia online and um, other uh, certain things that happen that really destroy lives. Do you understand? Well, they do do that. That's why they call it things the dark web because you can't get them on the normal web. Yeah. And okay. I will say, Mr. Wolf, um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying, no, you're right, I, I don't yeah, know. You're right. Yeah. They, these things, there are so many things that they do that get knocked off. You, you never even hear about it. The things pop up and they're gone. Like there are certain things that they do like eliminate and they move and they move at such a swiftness. It doesn't even become news because mm. it's gone swift. That's fair enough. So I'm, I'm not that. saying, I'm not saying there aren't dark circles that might deal with certain kind of things. Cause I, I you know, I'm not going to talk for that. It could happen, but it's not that it's just willy nilly people going around just buying and selling kids on eBay. You get me? Yeah, so anyway, I, I don't, I don't think there's a big, I, I don't see any big deal of it. If they, it's, again, you can go on. If they were to say that they're not going to allow them to use their APIs to create um, things or, or the applications for their phones or whatnot, again, even then, still, it's my phone. Yeah, they, I don't, they, they, I don't, do I don't, yeah, huh? they do do that sometimes. Yeah, saying, again, it's my phone. If you go make your own phone. That's that's how I see it as my phone, my rules. If you don't like it, go make your own phone. It's if then if it's only if then I make my own phone and then suddenly you block me from making my own phone and blah blah blah. Then I say okay, that's taking a mic now. You're telling me I can't. Then I make my own phone. I've put my own website. I've tried to sell my own thing so I can put my own stuff on there. And then you're telling me that now that I can't do that. 
um, then I'll say again, it still goes down to whatever rules you're putting, whatever thing you're, pla- you're you're giving your platform to. I still say you're gonna have to abide by whatever rules they put in place. I'll say, yeah, but, but I'll say that's worse. But the, all right, China aside, Google China. and and Apple hold the monopoly on phones and doing anything via your phone. You cannot do anything if you're not part of those two platforms. And who's you, that? You, I don't know. It's just, tech just, talk, isn't it? If people wanted to go out there and find a way to to remove that monopoly, they would do that. There's people that's got other. There's other um, OSs that's been on phones. There's people, but know. there has been other OSs that's been on phones, and people decided yeah. that they did not want it. So it's exactly. not. It's not. It's not Apple and Google's fault that people that have made these designs, people don't want it. It's our fault. So we've made these decisions for the world. We've decided that we want uh, iOS and we want Android. We don't want um, what's it called? What's that one? Sybase or whatever the other one that came out one time or whatever software it was. Or even going down to BlackBerry. We BlackBerry at one point had the had the OS that everybody was quite happy with. They removed it. We said no. We want iOS. We want Android only. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, that's why iOS and Android are the monopoly. So anyone trying to come in, they're not going to make any money out of it anyway. But they would have said the same thing about BlackBerry when BlackBerry had all of the the uh, the, the smartphone monopoly when they had yeah, that they and Nokia before that. that and Nokia before that. Everyone everyone's had a monopoly at one point, and then suddenly somebody's come in and removed that monopoly. So if they want to, if they if you wanted to, or if, if I don't say if everyone could do what they want, obviously, but there are people out there that can remove that monopoly, and then they could say to them, "Well, we're not going to have any of our." Um, uh, things on uh, on on Android. Uh, people are complaining about this now, but I don't see people people were up uh, on this motion uproar when they were talking about stuff to do with um what's it called, like uh, Huawei, and they were like, no, Huawei can't have Android. <laughs> does that mean Huawei can't have this? You can't have a Play Store. You can't have the people wasn't people was only tech people was in uproar. You don't really see many people are saying, oh, it's free speech, blah blah blah. When it was the Chinese, yeah, but I don't I don't think people right, were paying too much mind to all that stuff. What do you mean? Huawei users were they were fixed like how can you just remove me from the app store like now I can't get all the apps I had before now they're just gone it's, it's removed now I can't, I can't do anything with it that's mad as far as I'm concerned you've bought a phone with, with the notion that you're going to be able to do this and now suddenly that's gone because America's or the president himself that we're, that we're begging for has said, to the, <laughs> said that they're not allowed to have it anymore he did exactly the same thing to, 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 to other companies as what they have now done to him hmm Mm. Okay, well, Hala's coming with the thunder. He tried to do the same thing with TikTok. He gave up with that, though, boy. But he tried. He tried to remove TikTok, and TikTok now removed him. So, in the end, that's how it goes. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right, fair this, fair this. I'll leave it at that then. I'll leave it at that. So, Parla. Well, Hala's coming with some good arguments, man. Unfortunately, it's not, it's not nice to say, but he's making his point. I just, I just don't like the idea of cancelling free speech, man. But like you said, because they're private companies, because some people use the First Amendment, like so the American First Amendment, and say it's free speech, free speech, it's part of the Constitution. And it's like, yeah, but that's about the country. These are private companies. Exactly. Or, even, or, even, or even if they're public companies, it doesn't matter. It's like p- companies can do what they want for themselves as long as they're not breaking the law. Mm. There's a difference between the law and the Constitution. But even they then, are not breaking any laws. But even what? free speech is not even like that because if I went to on on the on the stand on a on a billboard or whatever in America, I started saying kill this, kill that, kill this, blah 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 blah. That that is that will still get me arrested. I've seen as hate speech. There is no such thing as free speech. Yeah, but they have a line in it. They have a hate. They have a yeah, but it's, a line. it's not free speech. Then if you cannot say what I want to say, at you, you all, can say it. You can you can say what you want. You know, but it's, without, it's without, but without complicate without um legal uh, what's it called ramifications. Then I can't say what I want. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, anyway, I don't know too much about. What American. is free speech? 
What is it? If there is no such thing. Hate speech. Hate speech leads to a to a crime happening because if this thing starts running and you start saying your free speech and your hate speech, can you still eat it when you talk? So I can't hear what you're saying, bruv. I'm I'm not eating, bruv. If you're not eating, then you need to take whoever's penis out of your mouth out of your mouth. <laughs> But you got like a gobstopper or something in your mouth, bro. I bit my tongue. All right, sorry, sorry for today. But the way that you sound, don't sound like you sound like you're actually having shaky while you're talking to me. Oh dear. Oh, sorry. I said free speech leads to hate speech. Hate speech leads to a crime happening. So if. If us men are having an argument on parlor and one takes it too far and comes around to the next man's house and ends him, what then? So our parlor did it. So you have to block them. You can't allow something like that to happen. Man has taken it to Star Wars, you know. Free, hate, hate leads to, to pain. <laughs> <laughs> pain leads to this. There's no such thing as free speech, man. I just think that's a fallacy that we, they need to get rid of. Just remove that term because that's what people like to be screaming and shouting about. Something they don't even have. So would you prefer like how it is in China where like they don't fake it? It's like there's no free speech here. We're not even trying to pretend. If yes, you say stuff, be you real know, like things. I told you, I'm more, I'm more of a person that prefers to have some form of understanding of what, I, what, I di- what we're dealing with than pretending like there's a lie involved. Don't lie to us. Just tell us what's the truth, so we all know what the rules are and know what we can and can't do. So you prefer a dictatorship? In certain capacities, I prefer a dictatorship. In certain capacities, in other capacities, no. In certain capacities, yes. Well, my wife and I were looking at cases of um, corona yesterday around the world because yesterday, yesterday, as as we're recording, so we're recording on Sunday, so on the Saturday before this episode comes out, I believe there were 200 and something thousand cases, new cases of corona in one day in America. 200 and something thousand in one day. Complete and utter maza, yeah? And um, that's, that's more cases than they like probably all of Eastern Africa put together full stop. It's mad. And I was saying, and she, she was going down and she's like, where's China in this? I want to see how many cases China have, have had um, today or wherever it was. And they were like so far down the list. And she's like, these people are lying, man. Anyways, they're lying. There's no way that there's, there's so few cases. And I said, listen, the difference between America and Britain and all these places where it's rising and rising and somewhere like China is that China told people, Hey, 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 sit down and shut up there. We, you ain't going nowhere. You get tested. Uh, install this app. Do this thing and shut up because we're getting rid of this thing that we started. We don't want it in our country. We don't mind it spreading everywhere else. And they diminished it quite a lot because of their authoritarian way of 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 lifestyle. Whereas if you have the, the free speech or the free movement or you can't stop me or I can come in here without a mask, you can't stop me. You know, I'm a free citizen. That's when things get 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 techie. So that is why China is actually quite low. And most others, you you see a lot of dictatorships. A lot of those other dictatorship countries probably have the same thing. Apart from Russia, Russia's meant to be quite high, but I don't think they're looking it down the same way that they're meant to be looking it down in Russia. So I think uh, places like Zanzibar, and Madagascar, are low, and they're not doing any of that stuff because nobody's going to those countries. And they, if it's small in the first place, and so no one goes to your country, you can hold it down. For one, Africa has um, low... How about, how about New Zealand? I don't well, think... New Zealand apparently now has zero cases. But New Zealand yep. locked it down. 
<laughs> New Zealand locked it down. They all did what yeah, they, they told them to do. They said sit in the house and don't come outside. And that's what they did. They didn't uh, do a rigid lockdown like uh, the rest of the world. They did do a lockdown. Right at the very beginning. Not a, not a rigid one, though. I don't believe it was uh, like uh, the, the Western the world. Difference, the difference between places like New Zealand, Australia, and let's say here in the UK is that, I don't know what the population of New Zealand is. Let me try and find out. But that place is massive. It's massive. It's so spread out. It's like it's easy for you to kind of hold it down once you have little pockets of small, smaller communities living wherever it is, as opposed to 66 million people living in, in the UK, this tiny little thing. That's why major cities have it worse than everywhere else, than rural areas, because everybody's just going around spreading things. But from my recollection, I know my memory is very poor, but I do think they did a, a, a serious lockdown in New Zealand. I think they're they one of the first. They did and the they closures. And they, and they stopped people coming in the country yes, as well. The biggest thing, they, clo- they did the border closures and said, you cannot come in. Done. Yeah. Which is uh, where a lot of the successful countries did. A lot of places in Africa, they said uh, they closed down the airports. Like nobody's coming in or you have to have special permission to come in, not just willy-nilly, you're going on holiday. And a lot of those places that did that were doing well, which is why everyone's looking at Britain and be like, we know tourism is a big part of like British economy, but come on, bruv. Like sensibly, you should have at least told people to have tests before they come into the country. Simple mm. things. Uh, one of the one of the things that Trump did that when he at, even at the time when people were cussing Trump, I was like, "What are you talking about?" When Corona came and Trump said he's closing down um, the the airports and he's not allowing people to come in, they started cussing Trump, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That is just common sense. That was that was the one time Trump did something where it cut, like they squashed it, so they actually won. I think that's the one time he should have stood his ground and said, "No, I'm standing my ground." The airports is staying closed. We're not letting people just come in and out willy nilly. That would have helped America. They're free speech. We're free to do this. We're free to do the right to bear arms. That's all they care about, being free. <laughs> Let them be dead and free, innit? That's how they would have been dead, brother. Because I don't understand why certain places like... And I was saying this at work the other day. Like, it's this national lockdown thing that we got in the UK does not... It's not running in America. Certain places in America are fully open and some places in America are not. Like, so they got their tier system and it doesn't really exist, really. New York is locked down because the New York mayor said it's locked down. But oh, Texas, uh, Houston, Atlanta is open. They can do what they want. But then there's no closures from people going from Houston to, 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 uh, to New York. So in, in essence, you can lock down as much as you like. But if people can fly in and out of the cities, what's the difference? America is just America, isn't it? And like you said, it seems like the, Demo- the, the Democratic-run states, they're a bit more locked down than the Republican-run states. Because if you have a Republican community, they are a bit more inclined to have this free freedom kind of values. And you can't stop me from walking the street. You can't make me wear a mask. Like, this thing about wearing a mask is such a big deal. Like, and it's like, bruv, does, it's just wearing a mask. They've actually politicised it. I've, I've listened to political podcasts where uh, uh, somebody has come from the BBC, they've gone into a bar, which is in a Republican area, in a Republican state, in a Republican in a Republican county. Everybody knows that they're going to vote Republican there. The man has come in wearing a mask and the people have come up to him and agged him up. What, are you a Democrat? Why are you wearing a mask in here? He's like, I'm a reporter. I'll come to report. He's like, you better take that mask off or get out. Like, What? What? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, New Zealand did have a, a big lockdown, Mr. Wolf. So, that is why they are now COVID-free and able to do as they please. They had a lockdown and they closed their borders. Unlike this stupid country where they was dilly-dallying with everything. And only now, only now, they're now saying that people now have to test on arrival. 
like nine, ten months later. That was a, a madness. For me, when I went on holiday in September and I saw what they made us do to go to next country, I said, yeah. And then we came back to the UK and everyone that's been on travel, all you Dubai travellers that have been to Dubai, I've got a neighbour who went to Dubai and because when lockdown happened, she just said she ain't, she ain't coming back. The woman's been gone for month, like a month now. She just ain't coming back until the lockdown is done. I don't know what is so special about Dubai. I need to, um, I might go there in May with, with the family still and see what's going on. But Dubai just seems to be where everybody loves. Because, no, because it's, it's open. Dubai's open and it's not too far. That is why everyone's in Dubai. Because I don't see the big special deal of Dubai. People, when I speak to them, it's nothing special. It's just that it's open. They have relatively low levels of COVID and um, it's close. And I don't think it's that expensive to actually get there. I think it's expensive while you're there, but to actually get there is not that expensive. I think you can even live quite an inexpensive life once you're there as well. It's your choice. Like if you want to live, if you want to ball, you can ball. But if you want to be quite humble there, that's your choice as well. I've, I've heard, I've heard the opposite. <laughs> I've heard that it's expensive, bro. If you want, no, if you're like a people person that drinks alcohol and stuff like that, it's expensive. It's expensive. Sorry, Wolf. Go on. No, no, I was saying that. Um that the flights have changed in terms of the flights and the accommodation is become extremely cheap to travel to Dubai now, obviously because of what's going on in the world. Uh, so uh, okay. whereas um, maybe a flight will cost you seven, 800, 900 quid, that's now like 350 pounds. Do you know what I mean? And and the hotels are known to be the best, some of the best in the world, like a, you know, like a five-star here is considered a three-star over there. Do you know what I mean? And the, and the accommodation is really cheap. I know a few people that have immigrated there, stayed there for long periods um, and other parts of the world. Um, Barbados, I believe, is open. I know someone that yep. went to Barbados and stay in there because <laughs> they can work remotely. And there's a guy that I know of. I don't know him personally, but it's a friend of a friend. He he went to Zanzibar and just said, ban this, mate. I'm not coming back until this thing is over. Do you know what I mean? So he can work remotely as well. He's got internet access. There's no problem. So, um, yeah, it is in certain countries, they have got their thing well, well patterned. Do you know what I mean? And this country, you've got to ask yourself, why are they doing what they're doing? Because when you look at the United States of the America, Sorry, the United States of America, and then you look at the UK. It seems I like the United States of the America. Of the America. America. <laughs> it seems like they're both kind of doing things the same. Do you know what I mean? Which they tend to do anyway. So um, me, I personally, I think that there's a much bigger agenda to the whole thing. You know, why are the borders open? Why have they remained open? Why do they want, in my opinion, everybody to get this thing? Why do they want everybody to be vaccinated? Why, 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 why? You've got to ask questions why. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's deep, but we're just going to have to go through the motions, it looks like, because I really don't want to take no vaccination, but I think we're going to be put in a position where it's going to be practically impossible for you um, not to have it in the next couple of years. Are you worried about this new strain? No. Do you think that was GM? Like, because the first one wasn't doing good enough. It wasn't hitting enough people in Africa. Let's make a new strain. No, but the thing about viruses is that they tend to mutate anyway it's 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 yep. not it's not out of the ordinary that these things happen like a uh, stronger strain of flu uh, came uh, last year a couple of years ago do you know what i mean these things happen it's up to you as an individual to uh, prevention is better than cure so you can i got the flu 
one time about five years ago. And then before that, maybe 10 years prior to that. And I can maybe remember how I was during those times. I wasn't looking after myself. Do you understand? I take so much care. Like social distancing for me was normal before this whole Corona thing. I don't want to be anywhere near you but I'm in public if I don't know you. Like if I'm going on a train and a train is packed, I might go the opposite direction a couple of times to make sure that I get a seat that I'm not in your face and I haven't got your armpit in my grill. Do you understand? It's like I work, like my job and uh, has me uh, getting to work before everybody else does or leaving long time after they've left. Do you know what I mean? So most of the time I don't, I'm not in the whole uh, sardine. Rush hour. Yeah, the whole rush hour thing. But if I am, I will take measures to make sure that I'm kind of not in people's face. I would kind of, this is what I used to do. And this is maybe just me be, be, being mad. When I see a few people walking towards me, especially during the winter months, I would hold my breath. I don't want to breathe in your thing. And this is just what I would do generally. Do you know what I mean? I would make sure I take my vitamins and do certain things and certain precautions that I would take um, prior to this whole coronavirus business. So I think it's just, I think it's exactly the same. I'm I'm doing the same thing now as I did back then. Um, I'm not disputing the thing that there is, a, there is definitely a virus out there. There's just definitely killed people. There's no doubt about that. But um, I just think that people need to um, look after themselves a little better, in my opinion. I was watching an old video this morning of um, my daughter, me coming home, and my wife was recording my daughter. And this is how young she was. She was she couldn't walk. She was she so she crawled towards me, and it's like, oh, it's beautiful. Daddy walked in, and daughter's crawling towards him at the front door, and I bent down, and I was looking at myself, and it's like I didn't even pick her up. I was like, what's going on? And then I saw myself in the video. I I, I said, uh, I can't pick you up. I have to wash my hands. I was like, yes, this is years ago before all of this I'm stuff. Like, it's like this was a normal thing for certain men to come home and wash your hands before you even touch your your family. It wasn't like a, a it's a new thing to wash your hands when you come home. Mm. Like that that was that was normal thing. Um, if anybody has something else they want to say, let me know because I got one last question. Should it's a quick thing before we uh, end the, the podcast. So does anybody have anything they want to say first before I ask my last question? Gaza. Yes, in salute for our lost soldier. Lost soldier? What soldier is that? Uh, simple, isn't it? He's not lost, man. Yep, you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, yeah, if you could remote work, let's say we're all living in a job. I mean, we are. All, let's say we're all remote working. That's what we're doing. We're working from home. And your company said, you know what? Because you're so important and because cases are so mad here, we're going to give you a ticket anywhere in the world to go and remote work for the next three months until, you know, the vaccinations have sorted themselves out here and then you can come back or whenever, three months, two months, whatever. I don't want to argue over all of that stuff, but the ticket is there for you to go. We'll give you a nice setup, a decent flat. Maybe you can take your partner or your yes. kid or whatever, you know. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to, I don't include that into the equation. You can include it into your answer, but I just want an answer. I don't want you to not give me an answer because of, oh, my kids are not going to be there. My wife's not going to be there, whatever. Where are you going? Where There's one ticket, one place. You can't be jumping, hop, scop, and jump. One place. Where is it you're going to? Because it made me think, when you're talking about people going to Zanzibar and Dubai, I was like, where, where would I go? If I could just get up and go. I'll go where, I'll go where it's open. So <laughs> when it's relative, I'll go to New Zealand. There's no, there's no cases and, and it's open. That's where I would want to go. I would want to go to somewhere where I'm going to go there and have restrictions again. What's the point? 
Okay. <laughs> and I can still get... Oh, is this, is it, in fact, is it, does COVID exist? Is this still COVID situation? Let's say wherever you're going, wherever you happen to choose, all of a sudden is COVID free. So there won't be any restrictions there. Yeah, I, don't know. I still don't know, to be honest. I'll probably have a go to America. Because I have somewhere that I would like to go. <laughs> Fuck you now. It's the I like America, man. Yeah, I know. You I'll do. go shopping. Bro, you, I, I want to go shopping. America more than everybody, Mr. Yeah. Wolf. I like going shopping. I like doing certain things. Uh, Mr. Wolf, you've been to America more than than, than all of us, maybe combined. Probably. So you got a bit of a cheek. You got a bit yeah, of a but, cheek. Yeah, but that was at a time when I didn't know better. I think there's a difference between better. me going somewhere for a couple of weeks and I'm staying in a five star hotel and blah blah blah. To me going to somewhere for three months. That's if what I'm going somewhere for three months, I'm go- yeah. That's what I'm saying. If I go to America, I know that I can be there for three months and it, and it will be able to hold me for three months. I don't know if I could go to somewhere like, I don't know, um, Mauritius and it could hold me for three months. I don't know if I could go somewhere like, uh, I don't know. What do you mean by hold you? Like, I've got enough stuff that I will be bothered, to, I would like to do on a day-to-day basis for three months because it then becomes your day-to-day, isn't it? It's not yeah, becoming you a, a holiday. Huh? What do you do? I like shopping. I like going to restaurants. I like going to cinema. I like all the things I would like to be able to do in London. I would like to be able to do somewhere else as well. And Mauritius doesn't have any of those things, of course. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I would have to, I would have to find them. I'd have to do all of this stuff. It might not be the same way that it'll be as accessible to me as someone like America or Matilda's. I think what maybe what you're saying is you like city life. You don't want a rural setting yeah, because I want city. I want to go like I'm going from one city to another city. And the thing about America is that I could go for America. So easy to go from city to the beach in a in a in a uh, click of a finger. So somewhere like that is easy to get the best of both worlds. I could work throughout my because you still have to work. You people are forgetting that you're not working. I could work through my working week, and then on the weekend I could go to Miami. I could go to the beach. I could go do this. I could and come back for my working day again. Or if I could, or I could just stay in Miami and still have the beach. I still have the seat at the same place. Stuff like that I could do. Whereas if I, I go somewhere, Miami. if I went to somewhere like Nigeria again, I might enjoy myself for uh, a few months, few few months on whatever. But then that's becoming like I'm staying at home because they're gonna have bare family there, and then the family's not gonna be there, there basically. So it's not like a holiday anymore. So you're, you're again, you're feeling like you're at home again still. It, it's not a holiday. It's a work. It's a working. Um, yeah, a working holiday. Working vacation. Working vacation. So I don't know, but it was between America, Nigeria, because um, I can only go to places. I, again, I, I wouldn't go to a place that I don't know for three months because I. So I no, don't know. no, he's Pakistan. No, no. I might <laughs> go to somewhere like Japan. You know, maybe I haven't been there before, but just to, just to see the interest. But I think it would be between America. Um, again, because I'm married as well, so I got to take into consideration my wife as well. So America, uh, somewhere like um, Nigeria, as I said. Maybe somewhere like Jamaica, depending on um, where I stay in Jamaica as well. Jamaica's quite cool. Three Golly. months, three months. Like I feel I can do Jamaica. Um, it's an interesting question, isn't it? It's like I can do somewhere in Europe as well, but it would just be boring to go somewhere in Europe. I'm not doing Europe, man. That's always boring. Time. But I could do Europe. Um, but yeah, I think those are the those are the ones that I'll probably so maybe Canada, Canada maybe, maybe Canada. I haven't been to Canada before, but Canada seems like a city that everybody loves when they've gone there. So I like Canada, yeah. It's fun, everybody man. likes Canada to go there. So yeah, it's places like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. You miss Canada there? is is a cross between the UK and America. It's fully just like it's it's the middle. It's fully in the middle. Um, uh, Mr. Wolf, what about you, sir? Yeah, you've had time to think. Yeah, and and I can pick any country. Yeah, I'll probably go to probably places in Africa man 
Do you know what I mean? Um, Nigeria, South Africa. I've heard a lot about Gambia. I'd love to go to Gambia, Senegal. Um, Kenya as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So these places that have what we have, cinemas, restaurants, you know, gyms, uh, you know, places and offices where I can work or even a, an area where I can work. So, you know, those kind of places, shopping, even, shopping. even, yeah, shopping, shopping as well. Like, you nah, know, they don't have the shopping the same way that other people have the shopping. That's why they import. Yeah, but you're on the shopping thing. I'm, 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 I'm not deep on the shopping in it. Me, I just want uh, sun and heat and maybe, maybe a beach. A beach is good. Um, and some bottom. Pardon? And some bottom. Yeah, so South Africa will be good for that. And obviously other parts of Africa. But definitely I will consider um, South America as well. Back in Brazil, go back to Brazil. Um, I'll consider Brazil. Um, I haven't tried Dominican Republic. Oh, no. There's a, I, I, I never don't been think, I've never been Dominican Republic, no. Oh, wow. Okay. Neither have I. Oh, you yeah. ain't been either. Interesting. No. It's UN, UN Web, still. And, and um, St. Paul, still has been the rep. Yeah, well, it's not here. It doesn't count anymore. <laughs> but East Asia and South Asia, nah. Are oh, you man just picking the whole? Oh, I was about to nah. say, I thought man, I want, whole, I, want, I want to be in a place where I'm gonna be warmly welcome, and they're not gonna look at me funny because of my color of my skin. I want to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So man is saying a, a few destinations in Africa and maybe South America. Or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yes. Cool. Cool. Um, web slinger Cuba, LA, or SA? LA, yeah, what for? Have you ever been to LA before? No, I haven't been to LA, bruv. That's why, <laughs> <you're saying laughs> that, man. no, but LA for him, LA will be good for his work, so maybe yeah. LA that makes sense, yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, that is his working from home, isn't it? Yeah, going to, yeah, go to Hollywood. Uh, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I know LA is like it depends what kind of LA. Unless you know, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know. it's similar to like Nigeria and Ghana and all that stuff. If you go and you know people and they're taking you places, then LA will be hype. But if you just go in your Jack Jones and you don't know people and you and you're not good at mixing, then you just and you don't have a car. Well, I suppose it's Uber's Uber in it, so you can use Uber. But it's just like it's different. Like New York, I'll drop you in New. York. It doesn't matter who, who you are. You can do something in New York. I'll drop you in Toronto, you do something in Toronto. I'll drop you in London, you do something. But LA, like you can't just, I can't just drop you in LA. You have to have some sort of connection or make a connection. You can't be on your Jack Jones in, in LA and it's just, then it's just dead. It's boring. Yeah, that's but, you, brother. I'm fine. You know me. I, I, I roll anywhere I go, I roll. Fair this. So LA, South Africa, what's the other one you said? Cuba. Cuba. Cuba with no internet. <laughs> It'll bother you when you're working nah. for three months. Three months in Cuba without the internet or with the slowest internet known to man. Ugh. Apparently they get a bit better. He's been there twice, isn't it? Yeah. So for him to say that he would go there another time, he obviously... Yeah, but he won't go there to work, though. Imagine yeah, that you're trying to say that you put an email and, he's taking, and you have to go to go stand at the hotspot. Yeah, but he's been there enough times to know whether he would like to stay there or not. You know, mm, interesting. People take, when people stay places, they don't necessarily take into consideration the work life, man. But again, I'm thinking. I figured about my work life. His work life is completely different. So, all right, okay. Thank you guys for your answers. 
Um, yeah, hashtag ESM pod. Let us know on the socials. Where would you go? Three months, free ticket, working from home, but you're not at home. You're in the next country. Where are you going? I, I, and why are you going there? Like, this, it's really interesting the, the, the way you're thinking. Wahala straight went to thinking about work and then weekend, what he wants to, how he wants to relax on the weekend. And he proper mixed and merged the two, and that was it. Whereas, um, I don't know if that's how Mr. Wolf was thinking about it. I, I don't know what. Um, it seems that, as far as I'm concerned, Webfinger was like, I want a holiday. <laughs> that's it. And this is where I like to be on, a, this is where I want to go on holiday. So I'm going to go there. Like, I don't think he even considered the work, apart from maybe LA. Because you said, because you've never been to LA before. So for you just to randomly pick LA. I consider I guess... the work, bro. Remember, I've been, to, I've been to SA many times. I know what the working life is like. You could you like, pop up in one of them Netflix films and he might get better, um, remember, get better access to, to roles in, in South Africa than he does in London and, and LA, to be honest. I would not be surprised. I'm surprised he one day left us. Because he'd be yeah. the novelty English person in South Africa. Isn't it? Go there, man. Don't come back as well. <laughs> All right, guys, um, church notes and um, s- social medias. Let's go around. Let's start off with Are Webster you going to shout out that woman that gave us that shout out the other day? Uh, what woman gave us what shout out? Americana. Americana woman. Did we speak about it last week? No, he said that he was going to shout her out, but he didn't in the end. I can't even remember now, so you're going to have to do it for me. Okay, um, I'll have to find it somewhere. There's an American woman who gave like a long speech about how good we are. Are you sure? What, an American woman or a, 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 woman a dude? It. No, we've got, I, I don't know why you thought it was a woman. <laughs> I didn't oh, think it was sorry. a woman. I, I, but, for whatever reason, I thought it was a woman, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Let me see if I can find it. But anyway, go on, Webs. Thank you. DJ Websling on Instagram, DJ Websling on Twitter. Just call me a dickhead, bruv. He did. The person's name is Cave Wonder. Oh, I think thank I hope, you. I hope I'm saying that person's name is correctly, Cave Wonder. So, yeah. Cave Wonder. Wonder. Yeah, I assumed it was um, a man, but that name could. Well, it says Good, mo- Good Morning Brothers from South Carolina. So, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yes, shout out to you. We um, love that kind of feedback. And, you know, reading it, uh, we all felt um, a certain way, man. It was, it was nice to get that kind of feedback. Um, the person really um, held us up on a real big pedestal, man. It was amazing. So we're, we're happy that you like the podcast. Uh, spread the word out there and uh, we'll continue to be as uh, great as we are. Yeah, but they they pulled us up on certain things as well. It wasn't just like a which is a, good a joke. for the. That's so, what I was saying yeah, in terms yeah, yeah. of the, the feedback. Um, um, we're very happy to re- receive good and uh, maybe not so good uh, feedback. Constructive, constructive criticism. Is what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so shout yourself out, and also um, you said that you found us uh, uh, about reading in an old essence article. And um, I don't know that we were ever in an Essence article. If, if, so let me know. Send, send us a link to whatever that was because I don't recall ever being in Essence. And if we were, then um, yeah, shout out Essence. Also, shout out um, Meet Us After 7, the podcast. They shout us out on their podcast. They're celebrating five years in the game. And um, I think we were in Essence, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't recall. I don't recall being in Essence, man. But write, we had to write. Uh, we had to write something for for someone for one magazine. Oh yeah, that's that was like that was season one. No, 
Oh, we're going to season two. I, I can't remember. That. We had to write something for someone. I don't think that was for Essence though. But I remember, I remember writing something or another long time ago. Long time ago. Anyways, um, me at Sasha Seven, the podcast. Um, shout out them guys out. They're celebrating five years. Salute to them. So in in retrospect for their five years, they were looking at the fact that um, but we've done ten. And they said, well, some people, you know, done even a bit more than us because five years deep in the UK podcast game, they've done it longer than near enough everybody. So I'll shout them out. Um, and uh, shout out Mo for sending me the link for that. Uh, so shout out Mo, our sister, who we haven't had on the pod for a while. So we'll try and get her on soon, actually. Hope you're doing well, Mo. Happy New Year to you. So Web Slinger, sorry, I know I cut, uh, you got cut off. I didn't cut you off. You got cut off. Did you actually finish your church notes and socials? Yes, he did. All right. Uh, okay, then Big Wahala. Yeah, Big Wahala on Instagram, Big Wahala on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Wolf. Uh, AKA Mr. Wolf, Instagram, AKA underscore Mr. Wolf on Twitter. And um, has anybody watched um, Bridgerton? Yeah, I've watched it. What My is, wife. Yeah, done it. Is it worth? I saw episode one and I thought, okay, someone was really recommending me to watch it, and I thought, all right, um, give me a little bit of feedback, guys. Worth watching? No, I think it's worth a watch. It's not bad. It's a nice little story. Okay, cool. Walla, did you think, did you think um, the the woman at the end would have been the woman at the end? What? Oh, do I, the thing is, I read about it, but God, I didn't care about the thing. I read it, but really early it was. Okay. I really didn't care about the program. I didn't. Feel like <laughs> okay. I had no issue. I had no, so, so because my because I didn't watch it fully, I stood, I went in and out of it, in and out of it because my wife was watching it, and the only thing I actually cared about was to discover who that person was. So mm. that I just went for the thing and just and read it really early. But yeah, it made sense anyway. It's not like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And my wife, my wife, thought it was her straight away. She's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. Um. Okay. For me, that hasn't seen anything. I don't know anything. I don't know anything, but you guys are not giving me any vibes to even go out there and watch it. Though. It's not a man's sound... program. It's a girl's mm. program. It's a girl's mm. program. I can't actually believe, believe there are girls' programs. Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. What do you okay. mean? Do you think Rule of, of Atlanta is that set, set for men? Is that for men to go? Watch? Have you seen the bitches that walk the street these days? Yes, I don't think it's just for. for well, it's not. It's not okay. It is not for manly mans. Then, if that's what you want to put, if that if you want to put it that way. That that watch monster truck programs and and, and, uh, and wrestling. I take it back. I take it back. You're, you're right. You're right. You know I mean? Obviously, there are things geared towards male stereotypes and things geared towards female stereotypes. Okay. All right. True. 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 I take it back. So, uh, Mister Wolf, carry on. Carry on. No, no, no. That's it. Um, I'm still getting through a couple of series. When I've done them, I'll give feedback. Let's watch Cobra Kai, man. Yeah. Yeah. I anyone was, that, I anyone that like Karate Kid should watch Cobra Kai. And it's an 80s baby, you should watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. There was many, many things that you would reminisce about and be so shocked about that you to remember. Season three, just done that, innit? Yeah, I've done, I don't know. That was a mad one because that started on YouTube TV. Yeah, it it was in the season one. And then um, I, I downloaded it. I was ready to watch it, but I was like, let me wait. And then they did season two quite quickly. I said, like, okay, cool. And then season three comes. So for me, you know me, I don't like watching things bit by bit mm. so now that the whole three seasons is done I don't know if there's going to be season four but maybe I might watch the three seasons back to back but it will annoy me if it's that good and then it's like I'm waiting for season four that's this is why I haven't watched I, the Man- 
Mandalorian yet because everyone's saying the Mandalorian is heavy. And the Mandalorian but... is not as heavy as everybody's going on about. The Mandalorian, you're not, a, you're not a Star Wars fan. So for I'm, people, no, like, I do like Star Wars. I'm no, not a, not I'm, a not a, uh, I'm not a Stan. Uh, I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Uh, I watch, not, it is nothing special. The Mandalorian is just okay. Don't let anyone. I, I watched all of these Mandalorian. I keep seeing. I've watched them all, but there is no reason for me. To, if somebody said to me, "You can't watch it tomorrow," I'll be like, ah, "Fine." It's not the biggest deal at all. <laughs> So the boys, the boys is better than Mandalorian. I'm yes. asking you. Yes. All right. Okay. Um, is uh, how to get away with murder finished at season six, and that's it, or is there more coming? I think. I think that what I don't know what you saw at the end, <laughs> but I think I think it's it, it's ended. There is the there is, yeah, the last yeah. season is the last season is done. Oh yeah. So that's what I wanted to know. So um, Stavos, you you should start watching that. I think that you would enjoy it. Let's see how many seasons there are. Uh... I don't think you would enjoy it that much, to be honest. It's five seasons. It's five seasons. It's six. Okay, well. Mm. Uh, it's just it, five seasons when you go into the thing. Yeah, Wikipedia's telling me. No, tell a lie. Sorry, Wikipedia's saying six. and Netflix it, saying five. So Netflix might not have all the seasons. Then. Yeah, so you might have to go somewhere else to get season six. Because that, that literally just finished not too long ago anyway. Uh, yeah, I, it doesn't seem of any interesting to me. I, the title put me off. Do you like what's it called? Um, Scandal. Scandal was cool. Uh, it's, it, uh, it was. Uh, I had no problem when like uh, the season stopped and I just didn't watch it again. But I enjoyed watching it when I was watching it. But then you like had to get away with murder. Then is it that similar? In not necessarily that similar, but. If do they, they have Papa Pope? They don't have Papa Pope. They have a live. They, <laughs> they have. They have. Uh, what's her name? <laughs> what, uh, what's her name? Um, Annalise Keaton. Bruv. They have Annalise yeah. Keaton. You get me. Is is anyone on the level of? Because Papa Pope, he was like such a high high moments for me for the Annalise Keaton. She reminds Annalise me. Annalise Keaton is gangster. She reminds me of Stavros. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna have to explain that to me now. Because she's a so raggo. She's a sensing so yeah. straight. There's no, yeah. there's there no, there is no, there is no nothing. Sure. There, is, there is no. Nah, okay, let me know because I can't. There's so much she would do that you would never do. But if mm, you're talking mm, about that, mm, she, mm, she, mm. Actually, she tells people straight to the straight away, straight. And she lies. She lies often. So no, he can't be like that to be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. but there are like there's That's one or two like, bits and pieces. Like the whole thing is based on lies, and there ain't nobody there to tell the truth. Well, but exactly, so it can't be him, in it? But just the way sometimes. Very blatant about things. Yeah, that's what reminds me of him. No filter when it comes to speech. I thought it was shadism that you're this because she's a dark skinned woman in the dark skin bag. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. It's shadism that you did there. But yeah, um, I'll get what you I might, I might watch it. I might watch it. You know, I've waited. Sorry? Do you watch Wentworth? I don't even know what that is, bro. Um, it's like the new version of Prisoner. Prisoner Cell Block H. I saw, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. I didn't really so watch Prisoner Cell Australian or British or what? It's Australian. No, nah, I never watched Prisoner Cell Block H, you know. That wasn't me. That was never me. Did you watch Wentworth or Hala? No, I didn't. I saw it, and because I, I don't watch Prisoner, I, just, I don't need to go watch Wentworth either. Okay. Are, so are you, is it really like a spiritual sequel, or is it just like it's similar and because it's from the same country? No, it's like a spiritual sequel. Oh, okay. Uh, nah, I was never big on... Thingy, the prisoner program I liked was uh, Prison Break. That was cool, and I never actually finished that. So I might actually go back and, and watch, watch that. One of the best villains yeah. of all time. Yeah, I might actually go back and watch that. Yeah, How to Get Away with Murder is never like sung out to me, but who knows? There's a lot of programs I'm that like... you haven't watched that you can watch before How to Get Away with Murder. Put that way. Mm. Mm. 
But um, I realise I'm I'm kind of I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know We'll see But my Stavros says This week is The Men Who Built America As recommended By Mr. Wolf I'm going to That is something I'm going to watch So um, yeah I'll stick with that I think I've been on a bit A few documentaries A little bit Recently I haven't watched that much TV Like I've been at home All over Christmas Because I've had COVID I haven't been to work So I had um, Annual leave anyways And then I had COVID On top of that So I've been off work For about a month and I barely watch any TV. Christmas time, where usually I'm on it. I love all the films and all that stuff that come on during Christmas, but I haven't done anything. And I've been at home as well. So just, I don't get it. I've been at home. I haven't been outside because I've got COVID. And I haven't been watching TV. So I have no idea what I've been doing with my days. I've even watched a lot of films. I've got tons of films now to watch. I guess there's a lot of Oscar stuff coming up that I've downloaded recently. So um, I'm going to watch all them and maybe start recommending those. So uh, Webb's... Uh, Maybe I'll be sending you some recommendations for some of these slow films. Have you seen um, No Man Land yet? Have you heard of that? No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch all the stuff in it so we can discuss it after after we've watched oh, it together. What's the name? Regina King's one to come out. That's coming out on um, Amazon. Soon, it's coming, it? Yeah, it's coming out in a week. Next, by, I think by the time next week's episode's come out, it'll be out. And that's uh, One Night in Miami, I think it's called, mm, isn't it? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. That's the one about um, uh, the, the day that um, Muhammad Ali who I think may still have been Cassius Clay at the time had a boxing fight and it's a real life story about a night where he was he won the fight and then it was him Malcolm X uh, I think a musical artist I can't remember like a big person and somebody else a politician or somebody but four Sam. of them sorry? Sam Cook. Sam Cook and somebody else just in a room the four of them kind of like more or less overnight I think it's based on a play and yeah, Regina King is her d- directing debut. I don't actually think the film's going to be that good. Something's telling me it's not going to be like uh, heavy, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so all right. You can catch me at Stavros Boss everywhere. Hopefully Mr. Wolf has finished. Sorry, did I interrupt you and you're not done? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm good. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, catch me at Stavros Bus um, everywhere. You can catch us collectively at ESN Podcast. Once again, that is ESN Podcast and all the social medias. Shout us out. Let us know what we're doing right and doing wrong. Uh, there was some feedback last week about me talking about um, hair, which is why I had that little uh, jibe in the beginning. So I'm, I, I never mean to offend. Half of it is tongue in cheek. I am joking a bit. I, I mean, I have serious underlying message but i say it with my tongue-in-cheek you know whatever so i don't don't mean to offend anyone um but let us know what you're thinking either way use the hashtag esm pod to do that start or join in the conversation thank you very much for listening to episode 286 of the eloquently say nothing podcast we hope you are doing well and we hope the first couple of weeks of your new year have been uh exponentially i can't say the word but that's the word i want to use better than the last year we we want to send our blessings to all of you thank you very much remember ladies and gentlemen if you ain't saying nothing say it well slag for life that ended much better than it started (laughs) (laughs) doesn't care and i say no i don't mean to offend anybody i'm sorry to you yeah, but I, I never. No, I don't. I don't. No, I never mean to offend people. I, 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 I always say I don't care. I don't care what you feel. I don't care how you feel. I'm saying what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I do. I do care about uh, upsetting people. I don't want to upset people, but I'm not going to stop myself just because you're upset. 
that makes sense. I don't know why I say I'm sorry if you're upset. Because I don't want to upset. I'm not saying things to upset me. Sometimes you say things, innit? And it upsets people and it's like, I'm sorry you're upset. I didn't mean to upset you. That wasn't my intention. I'm not going to stop saying it. Yeah, because it's the truth, innit? I can't, I can't just not be true just because you're going to cry about it. 